right, we up, we up. So episode 286, according to stats and information. If that's wrong, this is last day. You got your boy LP here. We also got... JC is on Phil. Casey. And we have a special guest today. Um, perfect timing for this special guest also, because a lot has been happening in the, in the comedy world, but also... Um, th this brother has a podcast as well, and we're going to let him talk about all that. Please introduce yourself. Billy Sorrells, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a mirage. Hey. I am here. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> been watching you boys oh, for a minute man. now. Okay. And, uh, you no, know, we've exchanged some messages. We have. I have. I said, I said, yeah, them boys doing something over there. I got to get in there. Man, we and appreciate you. What, what got us on your radar? Man, you know what? Uh, the honesty. I saw the camaraderie and the honesty. I saw some guys expressing some different opinions. Y'all don't uh, spend a lot of time, uh, you know, overly indulged in trying to make each other feel good about the decisions that y'all made. Y'all express your opinions. Y'all bicker lightly. The banter is good. I don't and think we like each other most days. Yeah, either. and I think you that's know, a good rule to be in. You don't got to like each other to argue. do a good show together. That know? is a fact. That is a fact. I mean, they, these are... We are a group of friends, but I would say there is a healthy amount of um, Individual, animosity. Individualism sometimes. as well. Yeah, I yeah, see. Definitely. That's, that's very important. I mean, because, you know, Phil, um, he be, now I don't know what he dressed like today. I don't even think me and Phil, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Think me and Phil liked each other going through school. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. We got to get <laughs> to this right now. Hold on, hold on. Y'all went to school together? You was there when he was there. You, I was there before. Yeah, yeah. I think I was there after before you, Phil. Probably. Okay, probably, so why y'all? What's going on? Both both y'all. Wait, wait. Let's like, just be had, clear. Probably we got, probably got around hoes. It was. It is. Let me tell you me and Phil went on. He fucked one of my bitches. I fucked one of his, and we went on an alternating spree. Fucking each other, bitches! Like, ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I, without, you know, without up, actually I, knowing or y'all no, 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 just we, knew. I knew, and then I was just did like, fuck know? it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I uh, see him on the New York Times. Come on, it seems different because it's like mm, it's chess, you know, night type. It was respect. Black it was respect. I see what you did there. So no beef though, right? I mean, no, 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 no. Now we, now we would bicker on the basketball court from time to time. Okay, okay, and then that was it. Okay, but okay. it was never like I'm gonna bring the bitch situation into the basketball court or some other shit. Nah, we just be like. So it was never no hating. It was never no girl telling this, telling you, you, you something. See it continue. Nah. Who okay. Was it? Nah, yeah. it just was like all right. Because the moment you yeah. tell a girl that yeah, yeah you know you fuck my home, my yeah. mother chick, and now I'm fucking with you, yeah. it's over with. That's yeah. not the game. That's, that's and you, that's and you the lost at that point too. Yeah, if you, you lost. If you did that, yeah, you gotta you accept it. You gotta accept it. You just gotta hope it stopped because he might not stop. Hey, nah, was it a time? <laughs> Where you will have your maybe your first or second string girl like hey come through and she's like oh, no not tonight she's like oh this nigga that beat it out the front I nah see it, 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 it's not what? that. <laughs> You hit the girl like, hey, what's, what's up? Because y'all already know nah, y'all hitting the see, same chick. I got what you take you back to a space and time. And this yeah. is this is a good referencing point. And I, I say this just about our generation. Yeah. We had a real cold, bro. Yeah. That's like it was a cold, like, all right, bitch, you the, niggas during our time of doing shit, it wasn't we was hitting a girl and we wasn't coming. They weren't coming through. It was the girl done called us for three days. We ain't answered. Uh, she ain't heard from us. And then, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck she was doing in the three days, I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, Nigga, I'm doing me. 
I get you. Now, you catch back up with me on the flip side, and you just start trying to line shit up. But our our on-court awareness was just way different. Yeah. you like, oh, all right. My guy said on-court awareness. College, college was a beautiful thing. I ain't going to lie to you, man. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, bro. Best decision I made. But but let's but let's get into it. I mean, now that we know that um, y'all pieced it up there, right? I mean, hopefully things... No, just, you don't understand. Well, it's, yeah, like, never... it's like Russian in USA, bro. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a conversation? <laughs> no, no, no. no. So we other than that nigga, I, I'm holding I'm holding for right, yeah. That's it. Like, nigga, we never talked about it. We, we never said nothing. There was no exchange. I'm on I'm on his page doing some weird shit commenting. <laughs> no, nigga, just like, oh, right, y'all follow each other? No. I don't think so. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. That's but funny. it's love. But that's love. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, you you don't know it's niggas that go through this in life. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we yeah, know. Yeah, we do yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we but, just, but we've never true. had the moment on the podcast like yeah. this before. Yeah. And, a, we, and we've been doing this a while. So this is the first time that that's happened. I'm not honest. Like they made a truth. He done got me with a cup about that. You know, I was like, mm. Ah, shit. All right. Well. Now, was he doing you up? in the wreck too. Brother. Now look, we don't want to do Hold on, that changed the game, bro. Nah, he want to know who dominated. He want to know who was doing who on the basketball court. Yeah. You know what's crazy is, you know, Phil can hoop. Like, I don't say this often. That nigga can hoop. He needs I mean, to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, because we're, no, we we're older men. We've been injured oh, a few he times. Does. He needs to stop. Need a, nah, we exercise. Tell him about your last injury. I broke my finger. How? How? Then who? Oh, uh, the nigga that played on uh, Coach, Coach Carter. Coach Carter. Oh, Antoine. 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 Antoine, did you like that? Yeah. Hey, Shout out my nigga Antoine. Y'all keep playing. Who? Every show or movie he been on, he's a hooper. Yeah, Listen, he can hoop. bro. No, no, I want you to understand something about Antoine. He was skills on One Tree Hill. Oh, he can. Antoine can ball. We lived. I lived in LA for 14 years, man. And one thing I can tell you, like Twan, one of my good friends. Uh, shout out my boy Mo McCray. Um, like, you know, these niggas every day, your job is to stay recreationally and television fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. hey, nigga, they got a new basketball movie coming out and you used to start seeing niggas at the court all yeah. of a sudden that weekend. Or we at LA Fitness. And let me tell you, surprisingly out of this story, and I think Twan was there, who can hoop that you wouldn't think, but you would believe that they can? EJ Johnson. My, Magic Johnson's son? Hold on, what? Hey, He's 6'8". Oh, he can hoop. I mean, I didn't hey, know. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to take hold my glasses off. <laughs> Before I say this show, we got to give a disclaimer because he fraud because he ain't even do it. He always give us a disclaimer about the N-word. So he ain't do it, it to you. Late. Nah, it was too late. Nah, it was too late at this point. It was a blind. Yeah, it was a blind. It's still six minutes in. We got 55 minutes left. But but it oh, has I'm like a habitual in crossing. So, so, so. You ain't telling me. That. I didn't even customize I got to give you a disclaimer because he will. Hey, we got to watch the. Oh, okay, nah, that's the, cool. The typical yeah. thing is is the first like five minutes or so. All right, but cool. what happened was it this threw me off guard. I didn't know that we was about to have this competitive um, situation with TSU. Not competitive. You know, not competitive. Y'all was sex athletes. Y'all was sex athletes for a while. That's what it was. No, no bro, this is Who like, was this was crazy. Y'all sex athletes. I wish that he was the worst of the adversaries on my list of people <laughs> that was like, wow, me, and, me and Mr. Rogers? Oh, bro. Like, we... Bro, it got it got personal. Oh, like man. he went to, he went to PV a, a whole nother school away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that you know. Damn, boy, 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 and then we, 
going home pissed off at dudes at the parties. <laughs> like going home fighting like Trey our boys in the hood fighting them. Damn, I wanted her tonight. Oh, I wanted it. Nah, let me tell you what we did. I just booked, I used to book Rogers for parties. So I said, you know, Rogers come down here, guess what's gonna happen? Your girl's gonna come to the DJ booth. Nigga, I'm finna get them hoes when they leave up out of there. Yeah. You yeah. can't deal with all of them. Yeah. That does happen. You can, it, it's that like Peter happen. Parker. Nice. Oh, uh, uh, oh, come on. Oh, oh, Spider Man. Like, yeah. Who you gonna say, Spider Man? Yeah. Which one you gonna say? Yeah. I'm throwing one this way, one yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta say, pick one. You can't get them all. Boy, that was the vulture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> vulture game. Ah! <laughs> all right, so let, let's, let's go back. We can start at TSU, because obviously you have several comedy credits. You've been on tour. You've been in the game for a while. When did you get your start in comedy? Um, my start in comedy came, uh, I was kicked out of TSU. Okay. Um, and I had been a student what? academic. Look, so I was online for Capital. Okay. And to get online, I already had a 3.2 GPA. And my homeboy, shout out to my homeboy, Chris Pearson. I mean, statutes of limitation is up on it, so this ain't snitching. Uh, he worked in a, a bail building, mm. enrollment mm-hmm. services. And what he was able to do was, he was there, he was to do back in the day when teachers would send, send in or bring in a oh, grade right. sheet. Mm-hmm. Ooh, grades shout out to each, him. He put the grades in the computer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what he started doing was, I'll change your, y'all go up one letter grade. If you got a C, I'll take it to a B. If you got a B, I'll take it to A. I didn't know this. Me and me and CP just used to drink. He's from Louisiana. So we in Greystone. First of all, Greystone, Greystone. was like the wire. Yeah. I don't know what they call it now. University mm. Village. It's uh, like Teal Western. Some something. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Hey, bro. This was like real life. Um, so Chris came to me one day. He was like, check, go online, check your, check your grades. I went from a 3-2 to a 3-6. I had another $17,000 of scholarship money plus i was already on a scholarship from abc my my internship was at world news tonight with peter jennings in 2001 Uh, so like i i came into tsu as a high recruit for for television and film production Mm -hmm. and i had never had no like academic troubles got online they picked me then turn around and find out the school called us all up there to a room and then they kicked us all out damn found out about everybody his grade change miss tsu like five dudes on the basketball team half the football team different people around the campus that were prominent people they kicked us all out of school and put us on academic probation for a year so when they kicked me out of school i didn't know what to do i started freaking out um ali and my homeboy energizer the dj I was going back and forth between there and uh, the Roxy, and they had an open mic comedy night, and I started doing comedy there. Um, and Ali's always give the credit because, like, that was the first person I, I really worked with on my stand up, like, really developing my career. Ali Sadiq. I, yeah, Ali Sadiq. Shout out to my Ali. Yeah. Uh, and his demeanor was the same as it, 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 it as it was then, as it is now. So even back then, he was still storytelling. Nah, he was mean. Oh, okay. Like I can like, see that. Like, yeah. Like, what you mean? Like what you so mean? my first night, I'm at Roxy. I'm a TSU student. I'm on campus. People know me and shit. Uh, they had you know 75 cent drinks. You in there drinking for three dollars? You yeah. drunk? Yeah. And they had a lavish buffet stuff that they don't have no more. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even feed y'all when y'all go to the club. Like, mm-hmm. We had a buffet. We ate. We mm-hmm. good. I go on stage. I'm drunk as fuck. I get up. I have a great performance for like three and a half. People laugh. Great. Ali on the side of the stage. Oh, you think you did something? Yeah, that ain't shit. And that sound like it. That's garbage. It's buffoonery. 
meet me tomorrow at 9 a.m. at my office. He hands me a business card. I meet him right behind uh, what is Barrio or old Stereo Live or old mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. T-Town. Barrio. 6400 Richmond. Mm -hmm. um, I meet him there, the key player's office with him and GT. I walk in, it's, it's a room about this size, and I at least sit in there, and I walk in, I was like, what's up, man? I'm thinking it's gonna be some like other comedians there. No, it's just me and him. And he like, yeah, not funny. Walk out the door, walk back in again. I said, what? So <laughs> I walk out the door, I walk in. He's like, yeah, tell me your first joke. I start telling my joke, not funny. Walk out the door, walk back in again. And so I started understanding um, that at, which is healthy, hazing was a, was a part of everything great that I did. Mm. To become a Mason, to be a part of uh, my high school fraternity, the Brothers of Fermata, to be a Kappa, um, things that came with some, even to be a part of the School of Communications, like there was some hazing that involved trying to see how bad somebody wanted what they were going after. Mm. Between us as black people, and this is something that's lost, I think that we could articulate this conversation to kind of go into where we are as men, somewhere we got soft on pushing to see how bad we as black men want what we say we want. And I think the response that our women give us is saying that your words and actions don't align or that you tell me something, but you don't show me it. If it was told to you by a man before a woman questioned you on it, you wouldn't be so triggered and offended. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's lost in us trying to coddle um, the people that we are the, or the generation behind us that we're bringing up. And I know you're like, how does this apply to your comedy? He didn't, they didn't coddle me with it. No doubt. Um, them niggas used to tell me, Keir Spates, uh, nephew Tommy, who's on Steve Harvey Morning yeah. Show. Mm -hmm. Them niggas, hey, them niggas used to joke with me, but, but tell me, hey, nigga, quit. This ain't for you. Go back to college. Damn. Go, go, go do, go, go be a model, nigga. You look good in your suit. Your jokes oh, is trash. Beckham. Yeah, but <laughs> when a nigga tell you to quit, yeah, nigga quit. you should that stop. Hurt. You should stop. Yeah. This is terrible. You know, yeah. and um, I didn't quit, mm. but I was able to do all that before the internet popped off. Yeah. So I took yeah. my L's to the face, my booze, my people threw to throw shit like at Carol's. Throw Carol's? shit. At, yeah, bro. Like, who would do comedy in Carol's? But <laughs> niggas was like, comedy night, let's go. Um, and then I became, that type of crowd, yeah. but I then became a master of those places because yeah. that became a, a stop for me on my voyage to become who I was going to become. Yeah. And you start building that skin. It's like Jordan had to go get past Detroit to get to the finals. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. if Carol's, if, if, if PV, if these places were my Detroit's, uh, my Pistons, I had to go master them yeah. in order to go. So then when I go to Harlem and I actually perform in Harlem, I'm like, yo, nigga, how long you been doing this shit? And I'm like, two years. They're like, nigga, no way. Cause I went in, I was in the pit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there was no, there was no saving you from that. And there's so many things of accountability that we, and I, I say this lightly, but as black, black men that we don't hold ourselves to, like, you know, your boy's supposed to be somewhere else. We ain't pushing straight up. Mm -hmm. But, but now niggas, if you don't immediately ingratiate them with, um, some, some patronizing of just giving them what they want to hear, then you ain't on their side. Mm. You hate you like right yeah. now you got the you got then, you, then the algorithm here you saying this nigga a hater and then you get a million more if your friends don't support you post but it's the reality yeah, is yeah, yeah it's easy to do that but yeah. none of the great things that occurred in our community occurred without people being tried even when we started doing the sit-ins and I tell people this all the time when they did the Woolworth sit-ins they actually 
haze them to be ready to actually do the city and they, they train them yeah for alphas omegas yep. kappas AKs, Deltas, they trained them, they threw shit at them, they spit on them, and they was like, all right, when they do this, because you can't do shit, are you prepared for this? So nothing that we got as black people came without some fucking hard work. And my comedy career was, was the same shit. It was none of that. Quick question about your hazing. <clears throat> mm. Because you said Mason. Yeah. So you're free Mason. Yeah. Y'all haze to do that? You, you, you think it's just like you get in there. I would, cause ain't that I like mean, a religion? No, 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 no. Okay, so there, so I, without without going over the line, um, the I came in AF, AF and AM, ain't you free and accepted? Yeah. There's also Prince Hall, uh, Prince Hall, brother Prince Hall. What you should know is he was the only black person which was who was given a charter and dispensation by by um, George Washington mm. and the Grand Lodge from over in 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 England. That's how Prince Hall was able to take that one charter and dispensation and then charter different lodges in each city and state mm -hmm. for black men to become a part of. Now, there were black men who were accepted, ancient free and accepted, yeah. you know, into white lodges. But Prince Hall was the only black person who got a charter and dispensation to initiate and bring in black men into that. Mm. And a lot of these brothers you'll see in the military because a part of our revolt for us establishing this country was organized through how we utilize what we learned in the lodge. All of the, all of the sororities and fraternities, they follow Robert rules of order, which is the same operating rules and order that they do in the courtroom and in the lodge. If you know how to operate in the lodge, you know, the same rules and regulations apply in the courtroom. You know, that's how you govern and body most of, you know, official meetings, city council meetings. Yeah, still politicians like do that. Everybody. It's all run the same way. Got you. And <clears> so <throat> that rehearsal, that space is that. But with the initiation part, I know for black people, you're going to be tried based off of what they would do to you and how they would bring you through that. Even in the fraternities and sororities, it's just a, a mocked initiation to how we got to this country and where we are. Mm. So it's not a, a real, uh, I guess you would say, uh, a real testament to your morals and principles it's just like a way of life of how you structure your structure your life and how you move think about it like this think about your grandfather and i could genuinely say this your grandfather might have said some of the coldest shit to you but he probably was the number one person who wanted you to be better than him and better than your daddy because he was leaving it to you and he was trying to prepare you and most of the time, the shit that they would say to us would sound so fucked up, but it wasn't a testament to your morals and principles. It was a testament of, are you ready to uphold those things when all goes bad? So, like, like building the character. Character is based off yeah. trials and tribulations. Right. And you don't even realize it until After 20 years later. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we, you know, as black folks, we grew up in the church. You know, that, that whole structure, we grew up, you know, your grandmother, like you just said about your grandfather and all that. So, like, when one, damn, I blow go on that hoe. That's what's up. <laughs> bro, but, hold on, hold on. Let, let's, can we take a pause for a second? This bro, we have shared this photo man, and this on, interaction that we got with them. I did not how, how, how long have you been sharing this, Casey? I shared this for like two, <laughs> two and a half weeks. weeks. 
He's blown away. This is my brother. This is my brother. This is my brother. This is my brother. Yeah, but that's internal shit. This is an idiot. So really, we don't got to go into that. Y'all can deal with that outside on your same mama, same dad. I ain't gonna lie. But no, I see what you're saying, though. told him that when he walked in. I see this as an age difference. I'm two years. Oh, okay. All right. We grew up fighting and shit. No, no. We fought on here. Yeah, yeah. It's real. It should. Yeah. Oh, that don't bother yeah. me. But, but still, that's that's crazy. But yeah, all I was saying is, yeah, you just add that to your upbringing, like all the stuff you... Uh, yeah, bro, I mean, know. none of it, like, let's be honest, like, you guys have a, a space in here where it's, it's, mm. it's, 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 it's a safe space. Yeah. Because... It's Man, it's go like Cat Williams, folks. Nah, Hold bro, on. it's a nah, safe. Telling the truth, though. Nah, it's yeah. a safe space because you know in this room these people love you. Although they're gonna tell you, "Hey, nigga, you on some bullshit." Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. And if niggas, we don't, we're not used to people not agreeing with us mm -hmm. and still being for us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, like if you we, tell we me, are because I just think you talking about social media shit. Because, nah, like, no, I don't no. know, like, no, no. you just talked about our upbringing. We all of, of an age where we grew up without social media. I know I remember them days. So it's yeah. just like, I don't go, at, like, I I I, I uh, expect these brothers to check me or to for Let me, me ask you a question. Them. If you were ever in a space where you had to have some real decisions that you had to make and none of these brothers were around you to help you navigate those decisions, how would that be? How many times have you been away from your family where they don't see you? How many times have you lived away from the crib mm -hmm. when you go to the barbershop? There's a level of accountability in your community. Your mm -hmm. community is going to hold you to a standard. They know you from who you are. And one of those things that I had to grow through and learn and, and was when I left here and I went to L.A., mm -hmm. when I left here and I went to D.C., when I left and went to New York, I left my home at 18. I never returned. And so when I left here and I spent 14 years away, I, I had to make a name for myself in a space where nobody knew me. Mm -hmm. So that pushed me and propelled me in a different way. But I knew I had everybody at the crib in Houston, everybody in Chattanooga, Tennessee, waiting to see me make it because I had already done that little work. Mm -hmm. And so let's get into L.A. then, because that's, you know, 14 years in L.A., mm -hmm. I'm sure that. The first part of it is challenging because you give him a hand clap for fourteen. Yeah, fourteen years in LA. Years in LA for real. God damn like, it! Yeah. I know I people who come living out there. Drink, what? Yeah, I know living out there is that's pricey as hell. And then shit, it's trying a to lot make a, to do. Trying to make a way, yeah. and especially in the industry that you in, comedy is competitive, man. Like it's it. Nobody, you're not giving anything. Everything mm -hmm. is earned. Mm -hmm. So, so how was it being in LA compared to the scene that you started here? Comedy at, wasn't cool when I started. Okay. Niggas wasn't seeing comedy as a way out of anything. Now, based on the work that our generation and work that I've done, I can personalize it and say I did because I, I helped shape things in the space of social media. And I'm fine with saying that. And, I've, and, and my peers, comedy now is a sustainable way that a man can look at, oh, you know what? I can make some funny videos or funny content and I can, content and I can support my family. Mm. The, the the metrics have not been expressed in our community. We done heard niggas selling dope. We done heard niggas scamming. We done heard niggas doing uh, real estate. We done heard brothers doing 
all types of shit. But now, when you look at, he looking at the time for them niggas that I dropped. I disclaimer to call him out. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> and I don't need to be called out. Like we, I was letting the conversation flow. Switch, we fighting after. Switch Go ahead. You gonna see one? He goes, come on, brothers, we we better than this. You know what's bad? I'm always gonna be the dude that the old man like, no, let him let him fight. Get it out! And I'm the I old man. We we only got two minutes of fight in us, but it's gonna be a good one. So a long two minutes. I walked six miles this morning. I may have three. That's your fault. I'm only get two. So whatever it is, two by that is point, a long good. time. For it wasn't a fight. cool then, bro. It yeah. was it, it wasn't a it wasn't a cool thing. It was very very niche. Okay. Uh, to be a part of comedy, it was very niche. Um, I came in on the ground floor with YouTube in 2006. I got invited to be a part of the uh, my black creators group. Uh, to do some TED Talks with our community at that time was very different. My classmates include Lena Waithe, uh, Issa Rae. Mm. Uh, I did a video, Ship, Ship Black Girls Say, uh, with Lena Waithe. Uh, and big shout out to the to people at School of Seed and Communications at Howard University. Mm. Um, I work with them really, really close when I, in my time working with BET in, in D.C. And they they brought me into the fold and, and introduced me to a, a lot of prominent people. And it's all about community. Okay. Um, and they hold their graduates of School of C at Howard to a higher rank. So for the brother that y'all got working from School of Communications at TSU, I challenge you to say, hey, man, be your best. Because when the next time another brother come in from TSU, you like, hey, bro, you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And, you know, that that self-accountability process, that's the thing that pushed me. Mm -hmm. I knew I couldn't be like not making it and, and then make my people at home have some respect straight up. So yeah, it was hard. It, it was it was it was cool, though. So the who would you say your peers? Uh, my bad. Go the ahead. Next, the next TSU person going to come in and be like, yeah, this is episode 386. He going to be in the comments. Yeah, you on your way. <laughs> So, so who would you say your peers were in like in LA? Who were you when you were going to comedy clubs? Who would you see? Who were y'all? Who was that group of people when you were getting started? Um, I'll st I'll take a step further. We did a show called Funniest Wins with Marlon Wayans on TBS. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was on the show. Uh, Sydney Castillo, Jenny Jenny Zagrino. Uh, Christina Pazitsky, who is Tom Segura's wife. Um, if you've watched mm -hmm. your mom's house or if yep. you've seen Tom Segura and his rise, um, these were some of my peers. Very funny people. Um, shout out Ari Shafir, um, James Davis. He can be a whole ass nigga, though. You think so? Ari Shafir. He, he, he be saying some whole ass shit. He funny, though. He funny, though. Yeah, and so. Who's Ari Shafir? He the uh, one Indian? that said that, that Kobe shit after he died. Uh, they tried to cancel him for that. Yeah, it was yeah. too soon on it was the, too, the joke. Yeah, it was fucked up. Was the sh the cartoon that I worked on, uh, Legends of Chamberlain Heights, had did a whole episode. In the episode that I did, um, we made fun of Tyler Perry. They fictitiously made up Kobe crashed on the mountain. Damn, it, in the cartoon, mm, and wow. died because he was flying back and forth. But it was a known right. thing that you see a helicopter shoot it over. Kobe. It was Kobe. Mm -hmm. uh, Kobe going to the grocery store. And you look up. Oh shit, Kobe going to the mall, and. You know, they, they made fun of that, and it ended up being a thing. So Tyler Perry got on my ass because I was making fun of this nigga on a cartoon. Oh, so that is true about him. Tyler Perry on your ass. 
Listen, pause, pause. I gotta say that pause and pause. We on pause around here. We pause. We on pause. You say poor. Yeah. We on pause. We on pause. No, I can't take it. I ain't gonna take it. I'm a lot of stuff I knew I ain't gonna take. And we gonna talk about that Tyler Perry movie. I don't know if y'all got a chance to see it yet, but I saw clips. I I was gonna watch it last night. My wife's like, I don't want to watch it. I had to. I want to talk about the the guy code thing. Back to me and him again? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, the, I was about to say. This is a show. Can we tell this if any ladies is in dealt with both me and Phil? We don't need y'all writing the show. They will. None of I promise you right now. They will. They will. We are cool. We're gonna have them call in. Man, I was like, man, come on, we good. We gotta do a lot. You were saying God code the show. My bad. My bad, Jay. My show that got. Go ahead. No, you, yeah. So I just, yeah, I want, when you heard that, you, it looked like you got, you had something to say. So, because it was man code, right? Yeah, man, yeah. It was yeah, man code, um, right? That was, that was an interesting space. 2012, um, mm, it was an interesting space. Uh, me and LaDuval were doing some colleges together. Yeah. Uh, and I was telling him, like, because I was heavy on creating content. He's always been a pioneer in his space. So I give him his proper respects. Uh, I was, Telling him, like, hey man, we got this show called Man Code. Well, me and my partners is doing it. We're creating this, boom. It's getting some traction on World Star. Yep. It's getting shared. We're getting millions of views. It's getting reposted. People are taking other pieces and putting it on Facebook. It's doing well. Um, here's what I have to tell people about as being content creators. When you make something great, you have to expect other people to emulate what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. You are a trailblazer every time you put something out because somebody else who doesn't know which way to go, they're going to look at where you went to get the success that you have and then pick up from there and then go somewhere else. That may not be where they're going to stay, but they'll start with what people know to be able to ingest it. Mm. Remember, there's two parts of that I'll use. I'll say digest and ingest. Digest is a part where I'm breaking shit down. Ingest is where what you put into me, it goes to, to, to stay with me over the long term. To digest me, I might emulate something that you like. To ingest me is going to be the part where that's me. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't confuse digestion with ingestion. Mm -hmm. Digest is I'm breaking this shit down. It's harder to break something down you don't want to take in. So people will give you something close to what you already like. It's the same concept with take and replace with religion. It's the same concept with you'll see somebody that looks like something that you like. And then later on, you'll be like, no, nah, they're totally two different things. So producers from the uh, Guy Code show, uh, they saw um, what we were doing online. Of course. They created something based off that, pitched it. It's no different than what people do with ChatGPT. Give me something like this, something like that. The writers borrowed some of the concept that we had. They put together a sizzle. Um, in doing that, they reached out to people that were prominent that they could get access to. Yeah. Um, that was Charlemagne the God and LaDuval. Yeah. I don't personally have a beef with them. At the time, I did because I felt like you niggas took it. They didn't. They weren't in that room. Mm. They didn't know. They was so doing the what they doing. was made before it even got to them. Yeah. Correct. But this is what me doing 14 years in Hollywood to know how the system worked before I started holding them personally accountable. I... Trey, Trey Drew, t- uh, Duval, they got me fucked up. I showed him the show. He he wasn't in the space to tell them that. Yeah. At the time, 14, 15 years ago, when it was going on, and they and the producers were looking at it. Um, you know, you know, shout out to Bird Brain. 
Uh, they ended up coming back and coming to me about doing another show, but it it, it, it hurt me because mm. I shot this show. I did this with my friends. Shout out to Derek Sleazy Evans. Um, and then when the show became a whole thing that took a, a, a new spin, they even copied the sketches like side by side. I can show you this shit. Uh, it hurt. Damn, I didn't realize they copied but the sketches. So, so, so when they I copied the, the the vignettes of yeah. act outs, uh, yeah. it really it really bothered me. But that's not. It, it grew to something else. It became a conduit for other community comedians and female comedians to, to get their code. start on girl yeah, code. On girl it's, code. It branched a lot of things out. <clears throat> um, I ended up being able to come back, but it was it was hard. I, we put out our initial injunction. We filed it. My attorney filed it against Viacom. Cause that's the parent company, and then they came to me and they were like, "Look, you filed this lawsuit against Viacom. You can't be on BET. Damn. You can't do Comedy Central. Oh, you can't do Cartoon Network. Damn. You can't do VH1. You can't do anything with an injunction against the parent company. Yeah, that's like if you file a lawsuit against CBS, you can go ahead and kiss Hulu yeah. and so many other and Paramount mm. Plus because it's a parent company. That just just um, sound like Big Bank take Lil Bank. And I know you you started off by saying like somebody's going to take your insp- you you're going to inspire somebody to take your yeah. idea. But this is a whole organization that took your idea. So that's kind of isn't that different? No. Because not stopped, one person or because group it wasn't took your, it wasn't based off it being me. Yeah. It could have been anybody who had something that was viable to them. It didn't matter that it came from me, Billy Sorrells. Mm. They saw something that was getting traction in social media, mm. and they wanted to make the show have both social acclaim and on television acclaim. Then they still turned around thing. and made Girl Cold out the yeah, shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> so so God what was damn. fucked up was. I didn't want to go on and be like, put me on a show that I helped create. Of course. Of course. Cause I got this injunction. Yeah. So what they settled with me was they were like, look, you drop your injunction. We'll give, do a partnership with you with BET. That started my career with them for nine years. Okay. I did all day on uh, BET.com. I did all their uh, award show stuff, uh, BET awards, uh, any day coverage for red carpet stuff. I was able to do that. And I did that for nine years. Great amount of context, mm-hmm. great stuff. And then a circle all through television and come back and then do when they brought back Wallin' Out. Yeah. When it can, it was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so to come and do that show was great to be in a, in a, in a space. Then Bird Brand came back and offered me Dirty Thirties, which was a show that they never finished doing, but we shot. Um, it was full circle. And once I was able to work with the producers and we talked about it and I understood it, it helped me gain a, a grasp on the landscape of what it means to be successful in what we're doing. We may not see it because it's so close to us, but when you step back off of it, it's so much game in there that you could absorb. So in that, I wanted to go to Wild and Out because I know you were there as it was getting started. You were a part of those initial groups. How, what, how was that? No, it came around? later. So when we they first there. brought back Wild and Out, they right? brought it back. Oh yeah, the they second time. Back, my bad. Yeah. yeah, the second time. The the first Wild and Out was great. Yeah. Um, what season we, are they on? Shit. Oh, oh man, that's a lot of, I when still did this watch shit it. start. I know I still you watch still it. watch it. It's a lot 25. Yeah. It's a lot of seasons, but yeah. the, if you if you to be surprising, the first seasons that we saw with Afion, with, mm. with Corey Holcomb, with the Indian Girl with the Big T. Right. Yeah. Um that was season one and two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. they didn't go to season three until, you know, Carlos. And so in season three, we had a split going on. There was the reboot of In Living Color, which I went and did and got cast on. Then they had, um, uh, what was that? Funniest Wins. And then they had, um, there was another show that was out right there. What was the other show? Come on, man. I'm going to be tripping. Um, Last Comic Standing. 
Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. All right. So these shows were competition shows mm-hmm. um, that pitted upcoming comics against each other to 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 get a spot. Um, I, I auditioned for the show with, with Wilding Out when they were doing that for season three. Got a call back. I was in a contract with uh, Funniest Wins. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do a show in that format. That was an argument. Then I got a deal with Mona, um, uh, Mona Scott to do another TV show. I, I got a deal with Paramount to do a show with, um, man, it, it like it was, it was crazy. The amount of deals they were given for black content and comedy creators. Yeah. So I waited until season six mm. to come back and get in. And I do got in season six, eight, all the way to 16. Yeah. I stopped in season 19. I wrote content. And once I understood what my strong seat was, I'm like, hey, you know what? I, here's a good joke for you, DC. Hey, Chico Bing, here goes a joke for you. Carlos, here goes something for you. Once I understood that, I understood my point and where I existed at. Yeah. But that's way different than when your friends see like, hey, man, they took your idea. Right, you got to understand how the business works. The same thing with music. It's like somebody might have wrote a dope song that they came up with, but then you're not going to be the person to sing it. Mm-hmm. Rihanna got to sing it or Chris Brown got to sing mm-hmm. it. Somebody else got to sing it. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Everything has an ecosystem with business a part of it. Yeah, that's the game. Man, you speaking of <laughs> songs, just tangent real quick. Uh, I was listening to Whitney Houston's My Love Is Your Love. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the chorus and it was like, um, uh, they can never break us. And then uh, they can't hold us like the chains of Amistad or some shit like that. And I was like, who the fuck wrote this? Because I thought a <laughs> white person. Somebody on dope. Somebody. Uh, it was Wyclef John. Yeah. On dope. Oh, he did. <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, what the hell? was That was like the chorus in the entire song. I don't remember Damn, that. I don't, bro, I don't like remember either. that. Damn. Uh, if somebody eternity, they can never break us. And then at right after that is uh, like the chains on Amistad, they can't hold us. I used to want to be Amistad after I watched that movie, too. <laughs> It's Give still February, bro. <laughs> I did. I wanted to be like that, brother, for yeah, real. It's still February. I'm, it's black history. I'm a start as black history, too. Bro, you would have definitely be been one of them niggas off Django <laughs> fighting Fight, for no, a yeah, beer. I, def- uh, I definitely would have been a boss. Yeah, yeah, fighting fight for a beer. <laughs> like, you remember when they wiped it off? Yeah. Yeah, give him a good one and give him someone to yeah, lay with. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would have been. I would have laid. What they call him a book? Yeah. Yes. I would have been happy to be a book. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, that's that's crazy. The to Greek say. freak. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 back to it. So from Wildin' Out, when did you feel like, all right, I I've I, I want to come back to Houston. When did, when did you determine, hey, I need to, I got to leave L.A., I got to get back home. Was it D.C. first, then back home? What what was kind of the, the no, route? Actually, I was in Atlanta um, and and COVID hit. So I came and I covered George Floyd's funeral. Okay. I was on a show called The Morning Hustle. Shout out to The Morning Hustle people that are still doing it right now. Uh, syndicated. We were in 60 cities and they were like, Billy from Houston, go cover George Floyd's funeral. Ran into Jamie Foxx, Channing Tatum was there. Uh, George Floyd's funeral. That that guy who did George Floyd's funeral in that format was the same guy who did my dad's funeral. That oh day. wow! So okay. if you see the painting getting done and behind while George Floyd is getting buried while they're up there speaking, that's the same format we had for my dad's funeral. Okay. Um, and it was it was just dope to see how things that you do creatively can have a bigger impact on a bigger space. Um, they were like, "Hey man, I was going through my divorce." They were like, "Hey, come back to Atlanta." You know, COVID is breaking. We want y'all back in the studio. And I had to make a decision between that and my family. Um, my two daughters that at the time were living with me, I, I couldn't leave them at five and six and be like, you know, figure it out. Daddy gone. 
Mm. Just couldn't do it. And then I started looking at the landscape of terrestrial radio, the media, and I knew that there were a lot of big changes that were about to happen. And I said, I'll take a pay cut for a while. I'll take a, a L for a while. I won't go back to this space. Terminate my contract, my agreement, and I'll sit here and work on some things. And I wanted to come back to my roots and build from here. Mm. And I've been fortunate enough to just meet some phenomenal people. Yeah. Do some phenomenal things on a on a local level in which I know will transcend and go global. But Houston is one of those cities that's like, it's been great. Now everybody else just getting yeah. aware of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people say COVID let people know how good Houston was because we didn't close. So that's, that's what they say. They were like, we nah, didn't grow. We so didn't. Niggas we was so scared for like Houston. two weeks. We niggas did, was scared. But, bro, but we didn't know. No, but we did. Because I remember, um, like, what was it they called where you can go to essential workers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, they, the streets was empty. I had, I worked for an artistic, um, it was like, not like a school, but it was like therapy. Because that's where I was doing my internship. And, like, when I would have to go there, it would be absolutely nobody on the streets or highways. Like, this is the most emptiest. Uh, no like, traffic in Houston. Tra it was crazy. no traffic. It's because the school's so closed, though. That's it. Yeah, but nobody was going to work. But people was going out. Niggas was, Abe was going Bro, out. That's because they, they had to, to, they had had to open it. Yeah. But that Kickbacks. was at night, though. Remember, I'm going, I'm doing this you during the day. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So nobody was out. That shit looked like, you know, Planet of the Apes. You know, he's just going on the highway <laughs> in the woods. I was like, bro, what the hell? I'm, I'm leaving for work 11 minutes across town. Uh, 11 minutes away. I mean, I got to be checked in at 11 minutes, and I'm across town, and I will make it. Yeah. yeah, like that's how that's how crazy it was. The you level see. of introspection that we all had during that time was like it. You know, I'm a I'm a divorcee during COVID. Yeah, COVID forced all of us to be introspective about certain things. Like you had the whole world seemingly shut down. What do you want for your fucking facts? Mm. And what do you want to be? Who do you want to be? How do you want to do it? And you have people. It was a rebirth. You know what I'm saying? You know the Great Migration. Uh, you know, people started migrating to the things that they wanted to fucking do. And now we now we here. Like we here. Yeah. I mean, we were doing a mask. You got divorced during COVID? Like 2020 was I was stuck in a house and you was just like, we was in a house and I was seeing I was seeing that the marriage that I had was falling apart. And I was struggling to try and keep it. And then 2021, final resolve. Yeah. Yeah. And you were in Atlanta at that time? I was I came here. So funny part, this funny. Shout out Booker T and his wrestling and shit. My ex love. Hey, <laughs> if you could throw that alley you get my man's here. All right, so <laughs> my ex-wife was on uh, WWE, and she was one of those people that competed. They had a show that they were doing about wrestlers and pe females. Booker T show. She, she was a wrestler. She was okay. Look, his, his I know wrestling. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. This gonna be funny. So WWE was doing a show. Um, about females in wrestling and newcomers in wrestling, and the, the Rock daughter was in it too. This is before all that. Oh, okay. okay. This okay. is this is twenty. Okay. This is twenty sixteen. Okay. This was out there. They did it. So my ex wife did the show. She got a back injury. Pause. So flash forward to we come down here to do George Floyd's funeral in twenty twenty. Booker T still open doing wrestling boot camp. One of her homegirls from the WWE show. They go to go train. At, at Booker T place, she go over there, train for three days. She got COVID. 
<laughs> like the <laughs> like the first COVID that's God killing them. Never book at the back. Never book it to be like, tell me he didn't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so so we leave George Floyd Come funeral on, two days later. Are we about to catch the flight. <laughs> she I can't breathe. Oh, I said hell. I said what you mean you can't breathe? I can't smell nothing. I said oh shit. So I'm I'm scared. I'm like oh shit. She got this shit. She about to die. So we do a COVID test. She got COVID. And she's like I don't know how I got it. It was maybe the white boy that suplexed you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the nigga that DDT'd you and y'all was sweating on each other. You didn't think anytime you was getting thrown rolling, off the top yeah. rope that you that you got it. <laughs> you got random DNA getting she thrown got in your guy. Kick. Yeah, yeah. It's her and like nine other people. How did this happen? Bitch, sweat. <laughs> sweat suplexes. Nigga, sweat sweat suplexes. <laughs> So nigga, now now my my job on the radio is like you said what she got she got she got COVID from where she was a supermarket now nah, she was wrestling. wrestling. That's crazy. She's an essential worker, man. Hey, that's what the episode yeah. gonna be called. Fuck all we talked about. Sweat and suplexes. So look, man. Uh, you know what's crazy was this was so early in COVID. Niggas that started writing and emailing me, man, I'm sorry, your wife gonna die. Yeah, that early COVID, you didn't know. Hey, nigga, early like, COVID, you, you didn't know. Yeah. That was a WWE storyline. <laughs> that is yeah. a story. That early COVID, you did not know if you were gonna make I, it. I no. shot a special, and so we was quarantined in two different rooms. This is like quarant, like quarantine heavy. Like you gonna die in there? Yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. <laughs> Paying your last respects, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's over with. You did. Go in there, tell your mama bye. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tell. Yeah, the kids writing, writing letters and putting on a tray, sliding in the door. Hey, no lie, I had got COVID. I had got COVID, and uh, my son was living with me, and that nigga treated me like a prisoner. He should have. Oh yeah, yeah I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, bro. Slide the food. Shit. He, he slid me some food. <laughs> he, he slid me some food through the like at the through door. The, at the door, and it closed. Like, I, I sat in my room. <laughs> Quarantine and watch the entire series of Moesha. Man, I love Randy. I love Randy. I'd have watched that too. Bro, I love Randy. He never pressed skipped on the intro, did you? Never skipped. The daddy <laughs> you, you was dying. Bro, you know? funny, the daddy from Moesha was literally the the the, the, in your the dream. model figure for every black cartoon character ever. Ever, yeah, for real. In the early in the from the eighties to the early late nineties, it was Moesha Daddy. This LaSalle. His brother Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Harvey ain't had nothing on his haircut. Really? Yeah, he did. Nah, that, that's not Steve, 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 Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey had Steve Harvey was legendary. Nah, huh? That was his real hair. That, that was the wig. Moisha Daddy was his real yeah. hair. Moisha Daddy was but his Steve real Harvey's hair. But Steve Harvey's wig that he had, bro, shit. that shit was amazing. Yeah, that shit was That was amazing, That shit was bro. impeccable, bro. Yeah. I can't lie to you. He didn't have a hair out of place. Because you looking like a hoe. What are you telling that day? <laughs> that on that episode, he was like, you look like a hoe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when she got that tattoo, don't you want to be out here like a whore? She's like, Daddy. <laughs> ran ran upstairs. <laughs> Meanwhile, this whole ass nigga has been treating his nephew as his, like his son as his nephew. Oh, Moisha Daddy's forever top villain in any TV show. For <laughs> nah, he was actually a great dad. What you that mean? That nigga was, Dorian was his son. 
Yeah, that is. Yeah. Not, not, not like go home, Rod. <laughs> no, no, Dory no, was, was, was his son. son. For real. That, that was his real true. life son. Real life son. Like, in, in that show, that was his son. I know. Yeah, that's sad. And he, he was like. <laughs> that's, that is sad. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the nosy ass aunt was like, uh, oh, that's great that you brought your son home. And Miles was like, what the fuck? I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, shout out, like wait, nah. wait, shout out Marcus Pope. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to Mar- Marcus Pope. That's Came his name. down yeah. here and ran amok on these Houston bitches. Let me tell really? you. Oh, <laughs> oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. It's a Patreon story. Wait, that took this a whole time. Y'all decide, yeah, y'all decide what y'all going to do with this. So, yeah. I decided I was going to shoot a comedy special because at that point, I was like, my, my, my wife at the time was going to die. And then uh, she's dead. So I had need, little, need divorce papers. Yeah, it's no divorce papers. Bitch, you finna die. Like, I'm not going in there with you, bitch. You're gonna die in that room. What do you mean? Oh my god. So Marcus Polk was like, uh, Houston open. He like, yeah, I'm I'm finna come down there. That's what people say, bro. Man, so he came to Houston. So him, zero, I shot a show. I had my roast coming up and, and he came to my, my Talk table. Talk about your roast too. All right, so we go do the roast at Grooves. Marcus Polk come and bitches is losing their mind. And I like to hear when women come to me, like, don't bring me your problems, but do tell me the story of what the nigga said. Um, and so one of the girls like, Mark said he was gonna put me in a movie and that he had, uh, he said there was a new Marvel. He said there was call a, that nigga Mark? Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Mark was gonna put me in a movie and I was gonna be part of the uh, MCU universe. Is it IDMB? IMDB. IMDB. Did that shit not exist? No, it did. Well, no, but but basically, bitches don't know what that is. Like, no, nigga. fuck. Nah, that, that's their right. He don't. Anybody they don't. who watched that's TV can see that my man's wasn't working. Was, was it, was it <laughs> so, an Iron Man? Nah. So what? That nigga, was, that nigga was on your TV watching Moesha for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying, like, like that's crazy they, that she believed that shit. What else and was he she in? called that nigga Mark. Hey, man, look. Y'all keep y'all better quit playing with Mark. <laughs> nah, we ain't. We, nah, 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 we, nah, we, we all with you. Now. Listen, we know what you say. We know what you I'm say. Gonna say this. I'm gonna say it. this. I'm gonna say this. That nigga saved me at the liquor store one day. Here in Houston? Hell no. Nah. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm my, my stepbrother. Shout out my nigga, my brother Jordan. He my man, love him to death. My stepbrother. So he out in L. A. He came out there. He wanted to get his photography game up. But for whatever reason, during this like Travis Scott era of Houston, like. You know, young dudes dying their hair blind, yeah. tattoos and shit on their mm. hands and shit. Spider webs, when you don't know what the spider web mean, that shit means something totally different in LA. Straight up. So he he's he 18, moved to LA. We going to the liquor store and, and three homies came out. Hey, cuz, cuz, I know this nigga from somewhere. Cuz, cuz, where you from? I'm where your grandma stay, cuz. Nah, when they start asking about grandma and shit. Yeah, 93rd May. My, and, my, and, my, and, my, and my brother, he's so green. He's like, no, nah, man. Well, you know, nah. nah. I said, shut up, nigga. We finna, we finna boot up on these niggas. <laughs> Why do they want to fight? It's cool. So I square up. It's, it's a nigga 30 years old. Nah, cuz, cuz. cuz mm. You shot my partner back in, in 08. Oh, like, shit. What? I said, 08? Oh, he was in seventh grade in 08. <laughs> you shoot your partner? So I'm I'm hot. Now I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, bro. When we get outside, nigga. We're, we're running things, yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, bro, I'm from Tech Week. Yeah, running. you got to square up. I get up there. We get out the outside the liquor store. He out there, cuz, running. He took his flannel off. I'm out there about to buy. They were the flannels, bro. Nah, they they flannels, bro. They flannels. The flannels. You the thing you gonna learn about LA? It yeah. ain't hot like Texas. No, it's, yeah, it not, it's not. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It you can wear hot. a sweater. And flannels be uniform. I was yeah, say, be you uniform. can wear. Just took his flannel off. And then Marcus Polk get out the back seat of a cat like, no, 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 he good. I know, bro. No, he good. 
He stopped the whole the whole oh, shit. shit. And like, bro, we was cool after that. Like, and um, he came down here and the bitches was loving, loving. <laughs> what what the nigga say on Martin? Marcus Pope. <laughs> I'm sorry, Martin. That just didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> no, but the last thing he, the last thing he was in that was bro, he like, a producer. Like, shout out, hold on, shout out, because Mark gonna see this. We want no, him. I'm not. We not come him down too. to the poor come horseman. Come down to the poor horseman. Which we, one of mine? Right there. Right there. One I'm there. not. I don't want to sound like the hater no, at all. Because I'm not black yeah. man. I'm all for producer, movie director, music video director. Um, he music. was in Red Tails. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. He was oh, in Roll Bounce. Yeah. He was in Roll Bounce. And then uh, and Boy Shows, all that stuff. Shit. But I'm talking about the movies, though. But, like, th for them to say MCU in the... Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so like, now we, we, don't, we don't like to be messy, but since you may know some of the players, what's going on with all the comedy beef right now, man? Like, every... I just saw a video with Corey Holcomb and... Yeah, um, uh, my man, Ashley Larry. Ashley yeah. Larry were yelling at each other off the stage. What What is right, happening right so, now? Oh, shit, I ain't see that. Yeah, yeah like, it's um, crazy. Yelling they, at each so other. So let me Donnell set it up. Rollins. They did a... Donnell Rollins, they did a, 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 did a set together. And Donnell went first. And, you know, he just did his set. And then Corey went up there and just started talking shit about Dave That's Chappelle. That's how Corey is, though. And he like, and yeah. then about him. And he like, so, my nigga, what's up? Like, and then you can't go back on stage and get your lick back. So he had to go like, nah, my nigga, we ain't doing was that. yelling at each other from yeah. across the stage. Yeah. It, okay. So let me, let me just say this. Let me set the tone with what with comedy beef is, right? Um, comedians have been the driving force that propelled Hollywood for a very long time. We don't always, and I say we loosely, but we don't always get the credit for the things that we do. The things that they were concerned in the Writers Guild about how AI was taking opportunities yeah. from them and taking their work and then being able to borrow it, that's what the Writers Guild has done to stand-up comedians for some time. They'll go watch you at a show, you mm -hmm. perform, and you tell your jokes mm -hmm. that you crafted. The writers, they write down the shit they like. And oh, they, they make a They make a character just like you. Mm. Mm. They didn't do that in the 90s, though. What? Because I'd heard an interview with uh, Eddie Griffin, and no, then didn't. Eddie Griffin said a joke about you know a black superhero, and then Robert Townsend went up to him after the set, "Don't tell that joke no more. That's a movie." And he ended up putting mm. him in Meteor Man. Right, well, that was okay. that was Eddie okay. Griffin's that, thing. But now, when but he had to pay his dues. He wasn't a star, but he put him in the movie, and right. I was you know whatever. And and then you got to take it a step further: accountability, respect, all those things that that drop integrity that drove that space. That dissipated. So then writers started going and saying, hey, like even one of the writers, uh, shout out Joey Wells. I don't really fuck with Joey Wells. Joey Wells took jokes that I did as a comedian in Houston before I moved to L.A., gave them to Kevin Hart, and then helped Kevin shape his comedy around something that I had already established on stage Whoa. to turn around. And then once I got to L.A. and I became more established and I spoke up on my shit, they turn around, I got this, I deal with Kevin Hart. He paid me the most amount of money I've ever been paid. He really, I heard he was real nigga. $500,000. I ain't never, I wasn't a nigga partner. We didn't drink together. I didn't fuck no hoes with him. We didn't do no drugs together. I had, we had none of that. Yeah. But we did a deal with Lionsgate, paid me to do my shit. Then I taped a special. I bought the rights back to my special. Like, I still was me. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, it, Kevin ain't your fault because <clears throat> this nigga copied me to try and sell to you. Right. But once you understand how the business work, his job was, you're not going to perform. Give me something that I can take to build and boost me up. So he was going to get the shit that worked. Yeah. And once you understand that's the format for the shit, mm. it becomes less personal. 
I don't want to fight this nigga. I'm just like, all right, nigga, you did that, but all right. You how know. do you approach somebody in that in that realm, though? Like, how did you approach Kevin? Hey, you know that was my shit. Or how did well, y'all you know talk what? about had it? Had I not had the Duval shit go on with... Yeah, so you already had experience. You got landscape. Yeah. You got texture. Am I a whole-ass nigga? No. What I did was, hey, man, I'm viable in this space. I had an agent. I had an a, a, a entertainment attorney. I had a manager. And our my business manager and my entertainment attorney and my agent was doing business with them, and, and it was easy to deal with. They were like, "Billy want to do this? Yeah, we fuck with Billy. Mm. And yeah, we fuck with you. Might be yeah, we already been copying this nigga sauce, so of course we want to deal with this nigga. But when you coming from the nigga from bumfuck wherever in mm. Texas, and you on the phone yelling or on yeah. Instagram, mm. tweeting, saying shit, it's like, oh, you just an angry nigga that you hating. Yeah. You, you missing the understanding how the business works. Right. Yes. Yeah. That was it. Right. <clears throat> so most of these situations are the business then. Yeah, That's I mean, some of it is. Like, me and Corey worked together on a bunch of shows. Corey said some shit about me when I was having my own personal beef with one of my partners that I love to death that we was having a beef and getting with and called me gay and a bunch of shit. Corey came to Houston Improv. I got my pistol. I slid and I was at the Houston Improv and in the green room when that nigga came out. And it was just me and him. I closed the door. I was like, nigga, what are we talking about, nigga? Ooh. Yeah. And Corey was like, uh, bro, whatever. Yeah, nigga, I'm right here. What are we talking about? I had no problems out of Corey mean, after that. You would. We don't work that. We don't work at Foxhole together. Yeah. We don't work all these different places. But you played that, so I'm gonna pull up on you like that. We ain't had no problem. We, we didn't have no problem. That is. That's just because we that, don't. That, like, yeah, yeah. like you, we didn't said whole ass nigga a couple times because we live by that. We don't want nobody wants to be a victim and nobody wants to be a whole ass nigga if you really from Houston. And that's what people need to understand. So when I so did we that, come that see was a very it. different approach that he wasn't faced with. Right. Donnell and him, I mean, Donnell, a great comedian. Yeah, some of your comedy being mild, he called you your comedy mild. That's a crazy thing That's, to say to yeah, me, though. You can't say that to a comedian. Man, bro, right? like, because he is not mild. He, but some people would say that, though. No. I mean, okay, all right, Phil, mm -hmm. watch this. I ain't talking to Phil. We get a basketball right now, and we go out there. Mild is going to be the lowest word that I'm going to say to this nigga to get him. <laughs> Trash ass nigga, you ain't got shit with them bogus ass shoes on. Nigga, what you got? I'm gonna talk bad to you, nigga. I gotta fuck with you. I gotta get you off your note. Fuck it. He'll hit the jumper. No, I respect, yeah, but what yeah. I'm so, saying is, you gotta you think, think about it. So, so comedy should be like, no, nah, don't tell nah, him. But, but yeah. he was already on stage, though, is what I'm saying. Like, so, truth be told, in my perspective, if you felt that way and you knew Corey Holcomb was in the room and he didn't fuck with you, you should have said something. You waited till I Corey Holcomb got on the stage, stage and it was his yeah. time and then you ambushed him. He didn't do that to you? He didn't. You also could have done so well that nobody would have cared what he said. Before. He obviously felt like what you did in that moment before he went up was now, mild. Man, that's tough, that. man. Now he that's got tough. a special coming out. It that's cool. It next week. Out, no, it come out Monday. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday. yeah. So, uh, Donnell. Donnell. So, yeah. you know, and I love this Donnell. may be some... I personally, I love you. Personally, I love you. But then, that's like saying with hip-hop, just because I love you, I got to sure. be like, that shit wasn't trash? Now, nah, look nah, here. Now, nah, look here. I don't love you. Majority of what we said. Okay, okay, fuck I don't love you. I don't love the art. Yeah. Yeah. My love for... Boy, you know that shit was Puchinski. No, now, the majority of what he said was about Dave Chappelle. He That's said cool. Dave Chappelle has been has been bombing, and nobody's saying nothing about it. He have. Now, this last no, 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 Let him talk let him now. Talk. He Stop. have. He do. It's just been all talking. No, man, like, let's be honest. Chappelle, love you. But there are times when he takes that time to, because he don't tweet. He don't, he don't Instagram. He don't live. 
he get on stage when everybody got to put their phone up and he 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 is a soapbox. He just gives a whole rant. So that's cool. I've seen two hours of Dave Chappelle where it's brilliance. I've seen four hours where it's brilliance. And I've seen an hour and a half where he like, he basically saying what he should have said on Twitter and Instagram, yep. but because mm. he don't do that, he did that. Then mm. you get 30, millions of, 30 minutes of brilliance. That's crazy. So yeah. any of this time is taken away from a comedian who just like, I just want to tell my jokes. And to piggyback off that, because like someone who, I like stand up a lot. And Dave Chappelle, to me, had the two back-to-back, like, knockouts. The killing, killing Them Softly and... Um, Sticks and Stones? No, it was the other I one. I like that little Killing Them Softly. And Don't then, ask them how many Grammys did he get for Killing Them Softly. Zero. Zero. Yeah, yeah, but that was like one of the funniest yeah. ones. So now when he gets the Grammy in 2023, it's, just tonight, yeah, yeah. it's because of what you did. That's like exactly. exactly. When you that, that, that first one he came back with was good. The uh, it, I don't know how to say the word. I when know he, whatever. That's yeah. that the one. That's the corn the stalk. What was the, the one on 2016? The one in the corn stalk. When he first came when back. When he first, first came back, back on yeah, Netflix. That was good. To me, the OJ one. To me. The most funniest shit that he's had stand up wise is when him and DL Hoogley was on that oh, award show. That was show funny. That was funny. And, the 50 and, Def Jam yeah. 20, yeah, 25. Def Jam 25. Yeah. And, and that was like the. That, I still watch that to this day. Yeah, that was it funny. was just hilarious. That's because he was around his people. And yeah. it was just like. Yeah. It was effortlessly. But everything else that he. I, I feel like he pushed out. Touches on what he was talking yeah. about. Like, he just rants about shit yeah. that, like, he pretty much could have just tweeted out yeah. or, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then also, he caters to this new audience. He do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this new audience, you can tell. It's, I don't want to say he's whitewashed, but at the same time, you can see when it's very much influential. What you feel like presence. he should talk about that he don't? I mean, just go back to the shit that he just want to see comedy. He I want to see the comedy. He want. I'm not be, even saying that he politics. Can, uh, uh, uh. I wait, say wait, that wait. he can do that when he wants. Wait. I say he can riff when he wants, but he just want to talk. Okay, let's 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 take a couple steps here. This is and this is fucked up that we got to do this, but it's it's man shit. So let's do it. Man code. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bro, like, one more time, one more time. Man, come on. Fuck them niggas. Niggas, fuck them, stole my shit, bitch ass niggas. Got me on this Wood Forest Reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, I drink Wood Forest on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. They don't ever have Jack Daniels. That's definitely we a good have plane. Wood Forest Reserve, bring me the Wood Forest. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good plane. Um, you got your legs crossed now. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> There's <laughs> somebody when a gangster nigga cross his legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, so yeah. what I was thinking then was I was gonna slaughter everybody. <laughs> um I mean shit. Our issues don't matter to mainstream society. Yeah. Yep. Let's start with that. Yeah. Part of what we ingest and digest, let's go back to that, is stuff that's relevant to us. We acclaim certain points of view that are relevant to our personal life experiences. As black men, the things that's going to be relevant to us is irrelevant to the rest of the world because the rest of the world has been conditioned to believe that we are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. What was your thoughts on Cat Williams' interview beginning of the year? 
I had no personal thoughts. When you watched it, with, I mean... The, the year before, the nigga had said I was one of the greatest young niggas to come out of the generation. Say, I was going to ask you about that. The, the compliment that you received mm -hmm. before he this. Talked he talked about me being a young king. Before the shit was cool. Yeah, he did. When he was on, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, TMZ show. With, yeah, like, he already had gave me my flowers. Mm. And I had no problem with the nigga. And that wasn't because me and Cat was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this was, this was somebody that... This, man, bro, one night, so me and my ex-wife, we was out in L.A. This nigga pulled up in his Bentley at, like, 11 o'clock. just fried the fucking laugh factory. My wife, ex-wife was with me at the time. And a nigga pulled up and was like, vroom, stop, vroom, at the light. He's like, uh, ma'am, if you see, ever see this car, this seat in the passenger side is one for you. You want to get anyone to take a ride? <laughs> this nigga's in a Bentley, nigga. I'm getting a Pontiac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the pass. I'm not even driving, nigga. This is like... It's her car. It's a college car that she still got. We took this because they had the most gas in it. Yeah. <laughs> My bitch was tough. Like, There's nothing shit, I can say. And she, was, and she was a wrestler too. So that shit was gonna yeah, be like was... when, the, when the girl leader, like when Lita left Kane for Edge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was all those things that I'm trying to microprocess. And she's like, "No, nah, I'm okay." And he drove off. Damn. And you know, like. I know he saw me. Justin Bieber was up there with him and shit. <laughs> shit. Right, kind of weird ass tandem is that? No, nah, that makes sense. No, to me in Hollywood, nigga, that's, bro. That's, that's Hollywood. Why, that's why I want you to understand, like, bros, the shit that you experience. You humanize the people that we put God level elevation on, bro. No doubt. Like, fuck me and Justin Bieber was doing coke in the fucking goddamn uh, <laughs> Laugh Factory. We high as fuck. I just got off stage. He's like, good set. I'm about to go and get high. He's like, oh, come on. We follow me now. We taking bumps and shit. And everybody oh, else shit. is over there. He talking. What are you doing? Nigga, we, take a picture. He's like, I don't give a fuck for my kids. We're going to get into some topics here in that's, a second, but who do you put night. on your, excluding <laughs> you yourself? That's a good night. That is a great that's night. A great, that's, that's a great night. That's a great night. Excluding you. Wait, hold on, because now he just Whoa. said it just to Justin Bieber, but what was your reaction when that video came out when he was like, just one lonely nigga, one less lonely nigga? Remember that shit? <laughs> Justin Bieber a nigga. Oh, my. Uh, he done had to deal with black bitches and send them home and deal with them trying to go on his Pocket, like you a nigga, bro. No, he definitely yeah. got his pockets ran. I'm sure. Yeah, they yeah. ran his bitches and ran definitely. his pockets. Hey, I, I had respect I for Justin Bieber when he went to the hood. Remember yeah. that video of him in the hood, and that he was just there. Homeless. He was Justin Bieber was shooting homeless. basketball, yeah. singing. Homeless. He was yeah. homeless. Yes. Oh, for real? When they when Usher found Justin Bieber, he was the same age as Usher was when. So my dad taught Usher when he was 11. Mm. I was five. With he was at Dalewood Middle School. I got a piano in my house that Usher refinished. My dad was his art teacher. Usher couldn't read. He wasn't a great reader. That nigga could sing. He was a cute nigga to girls everywhere. He was a player-ass nigga to bitches. Him, Anthony Bird, they were part of a group called New, uh, New Beginning. And Usher was the star, but Anthony Bird was 17. You got an 11-year-old in your group. And you know when you like, I got something that you trying to do. And then he went and got with Babyface in LA, Atlanta. Like, I've been seeing this man my whole life. Yeah. And for him to see Justin Bieber playing a guitar on the side of the road at 10, 9, and then get to 11, and then say, hey, I'm going to help build your career, help him get his deal, that's ingratiating the art that you see. Like, he's dope. I ain't know yeah. that motherfucker yeah. was homeless. <laughs> Dog, that nigga was homeless. Mm. I ain't know that. Homeless. And then blew up. 
Yeah. So we talking about I like Justin Bieber. Justin, Justin Bieber. I, cool. I leave Justin Bieber where he at, bro. I don't fuck him and Charlie Sheen. I yeah. I treat them. <laughs> Alright, so Charlie before, Sheen was the first person I had had a naked lady laying on a sandwich rack. Like we, we're gonna get back to that on Patreon. Wait, wait, one second, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 we gotta wait, take a break. We, we gotta get wait, to that you on shared Patreon. Hoes with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Hoes, Tiger Blood. Tiger Charlie Blood. Sheen. Yeah. What you mean? This is before the, the A's come out. <laughs> oh, I, I was just saying. Uh, before, before, right, right, hold on, before we go. I don't want to hyper-focus on a negative. No, he's scared. No, you can't say Charlie Sheen. We got fluids in here, bro. I knew Charlie Sheen before a nigga was even on Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, money talks. Bro. What were you about to say, Phil, before nah, I Nah, before we close out, though. Bro, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, bro. Uh, no, this episode totally didn't go the way it says shit. We ain't done nah, this episode. This episode, episode was trash. Listen yeah. to bro. Yeah. Following this story, you know, you, you'll hear about people. Uh, one time I was in L.A. when you you had a show. I was like, damn, I, I should stop by there. I didn't have enough time to. But you had a show out there, dog. And just people just constantly saying, yo, Billy doing this, Billy doing that. You know, you, you, your name ring bells. So they do. Thank you, brother. Just for you to... Be succeeding like this, bro. I'm After you fuck so many of my bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, the nigga was probably fucking my bitch out in L.A. I'm talking like I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm proud you know of this nigga. I'm proud of this nigga, man. We'll have a guest on, bro. We'll have a guest on, and then he'll, yeah, I, yeah, feel, and the guests are no feeling. Like, nigga, why you see this in the group chat, nigga? I mean, like, you do this thing I, I, why got to? This at, in college, bro, I was Where pretty popular. Where you went to school at? I, TSU. Thank you. Tell yeah. him again. No, but where you but go? We, I went to TSU. Oh, what year? I'm 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 younger than y'all. Yeah, I went 2000s or late 2000s. What like what's late? 2012. 2012. Yeah, he young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nine yeah. in high school. So like, before we get into some topics, we are gonna take a quick break because we got a few topics we gonna get into. Also, who would you say, excluding yourself, Mount Rushmore comedy? Living or dead? You can you your well, choice. So your Mount choice. Mount Rushmore. They face uh, on the mountain. That's your choice. <laughs> Let's say living first. Let's say living first. Mm. I don't like that. Let you gotta go four. No, it's competition in comedy. You Let gotta go do four. You doing that old that he old? He said living or dead. No, I'm trying to help that. him. No, because it's a competition in comedy. That like he just talked about mild and shit like that. So if you got four, if they cold as hell, then that's that four. Right, if they living ahead. or dead. Who you got? All right. So I'll never shy away because I got two of them on my arm. I got Richard Pryor, mm. Robin Williams. Okay, that's two. Ooh, that's good. Okay. That's good. Okay. I get in there with them because it ain't personal. Um, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I put Ali Siddiq in my top four. Okay. Mm, wow. That's what's up. And I, I can respect that. And I that. say that because living or dead, my embodiment of what I know about comedy and how I even present it is based on fundamental values that I've watched from these four people. Mm. No Patrice O'Neal. How are you going to question him on his I four, know. though? That's what I want you to do. I know, no, but I, I just don't do Shout it. out Von DiCarlo, one of my good Von friends. Von DiCarlo, she's solid. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Patrice's ex-girlfriend, yeah. we did according to him and her together. It's supposed to be one of my girlfriends. I wasn't going to leave my wife for her, but... <laughs> But man, Vaughn, she, she, she was going to suplex her. 
Nah, nah. Just, she wanted to fuck my wife, but that's a whole. Oh wait, I heard you wrong. Okay, yeah. 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 Only reason I said that's a that because when you said line. those people, I can see those elements in your comedy, and I can also see Patrice O'Neill elements in your comedy. So this is the thing I'm gonna tell you: like signs create like mindset and like presentation. Jamie Foxx, December third. Patrice O'Neill, December seventh. Richard Pryor, nine. Same birthday, December first. Sagittarius have a certain way of presenting the things that we see and how we deal with people and how people mm. gravitate toward us. I can't take that away from that. Um, Robin Williams is just so profound. Was yeah, a beast. He different. Was a beast. He yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, you could tell. And haunted by, you know, he, how his gift allowed him to be who he was and what that loss of that gift would mean for his life. Mm. It wasn't that he couldn't have his daughter. It was that he couldn't be that guy no more. And that's why he killed himself. Yeah. That's a deep ass space. Shout out to Heath Ledger, who embodied the Joker in one of the best forms of embodiment. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. After that, then you got Jack Nicholson in the 1993, The Batman. Um, mm. And what will we, we see from you the next five years? I just think. Go going off that. We're going to go to break. Okay, let's we'll go to break, and then we're gonna going come off back. that Jack Nicholson on <clears> the Joker. Give us next five though. years, and we go on the break. What, <sighs> what, 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 what we got? Next five years, what you got? Um, so things that I've I've experienced. Um, I've I've challenged myself to face love again, when I wanted to believe that love was completely gone from my life. Mm. Um, my woman now. Um, is somebody who challenges me to love without limits when I've learned that love should have a limit based off of what I've seen and experienced. Um, what does it got to do with comedy? Art imitates life. If I'm afraid of anything on this planet in any format, then I'm going to be afraid to present art in the best and highest format. Um, her making me face love without limits again is the most terrifying thing that I could have seen in recent years. So what you will get from me is a artist who wants to dissect, receive, and give love in a fearless space. Talk That's that what shit, Black okay. Man. My right. children, <clears throat> who I have, shout out all six, six. plus seven, plus one more, Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that Kevin Hart shit. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> hey, go to break. Go to fucking break. Go to fucking break. Go to fucking break. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> we got to We got to feel. We got oh to get everybody up to speed. There's man, a feel, man. Let feel dry some of this shit. Y'all got my nigga nah, here. You got to talk to him. That's, man. Him. Yeah, that's him. His ass is just silly. Billy, pull your mic a nah, little bit. Look, look, Go ahead, so, Phil. Tell so, him. Tell so, him. You. Talk to him, so, Phil. So, Fuck him. So, so Billy, let me tell you how it go. He usually talks the most. Of course, LP. He's that is not true. Guy. I asked the most questions. Okay, you might yeah. now. No, JC just narrates. Might ask I just the narrate. Most questions. He narrates. KC is the funny guy, and I kind of like. Hey, man, man, listen. Way to go, bro. Oh, I would you. tell you, you have been on par. You have not been forced funny. You've been at the comedy cellar on stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was it, right? That was the thing. You'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, no, I'm just saying. That's the comedy seller, nigga. Oh, yo, like that, nigga. Nah, nigga, I'm, I'm 
literally. Can I do nigga? I'm off with you. you yeah, can. nigga. Fuck them niggas out there, nigga. <laughs> Your brother just funny on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I appreciate you. Hey, yeah, my yeah. wife don't even give me that kind of compliment. <laughs> she not. She not. But I've been watching, I've been watching the, the volley of shit, and bro, you've been funny. You ain't been forced. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you going of course you're gonna get acceptance at the comedy cellar. I mean, you're gonna get acceptance anywhere because you a funny human being. Man, I we think. gotta start accepting the fact that the conversations you have with your own friend group straight up is more arduous than being at a comedy club. Man, look, when you go to Comedy Cellar, when you go places like that, or you go places like The Stand, yeah. NYC, um, or any of the improvs or Funny Bones or Hollywood. You been uh, at the store? Yeah, the store. Bro, I done done drugs in every part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the Comedy Store. They got. Yeah. Do you know that the all the fucking appliances, the furniture and everything at the Comedy Store in the back bathroom, in the back dressing room, and green room behind the stage is black because they didn't want people, specifically niggas, to lose their cocaine. Like, wow. it's black for a reason. Black yeah. sink, Mitzi black shower. Shore. Missy wow. Shore, shout out to Polly Shore mom. Polly shout out Shore, to, bro. again, you know, mentors in the game, Richard Pryor. Uh, sh you know, shout out to Robin Williams. Like, the golden era of comedy when they fearlessly presented their thoughts and ideas and did not seek validation or acceptance. Man, great job today. Man, like, you are way funnier than me. Um, nah, I don't no. say that. No, 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 no. The the funniest person of the day, y'all, let's clap it up for him. Hey. Clap, clap. Hey. We don't like it, man. I don't know. this nigga. We don't like it. 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 We don't like Hey, so Phil was giving you the rundown hey, of what. So, hey, so Phil, hey. you wanna? He ain't get no pussy at home. I'm just saying that. With a nigga too funny outside, he ain't got no pussy at home. Nigga, yeah, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, you know. It's a revolt when niggas getting when niggas is funny in public. You're like, yeah, you ain't get no pussy. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. My wife don't respect me. Man. She thinks all of this is a waste of time. Like, oh shit. But oh to God. the to the topic, yes, for for narration purposes, because if I'm not here, just to give you a little perspective. They would have did a two hour therapy episode. It'd have been a two hour therapy episode amongst black men. We would have. We, we just we, talk. Yeah, we talk about real life shit. He get us wait, back. Wait, are you he married? Back. I am married. Okay. Okay. I've been married for 20 years. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, Did your wife listen to you? Yes. That's why them niggas get a therapy episode. That's they wife don't listen to them. Oh, no, no, no. That's a goddamn lie. <laughs> yeah. well, you goddamn right. Phil ain't married. He fucking one of my bitches in college still. <laughs> Phil yeah. got all three nah, of them hoes in the room. But what, nah, what it is, is like he reel us back in the topic. Because yeah, otherwise we would just only being, talk. Like, you have to have a format. It, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, KG. He going to the, he got, he understands where the money is. I exactly. Feel we, we got a good balance of tangent and show. Yeah. How long you been married, bro? Year and a half. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> a year and a half? You don't even know who you got at home. No, I do, bro. You we sure we've you been do? together for about eight years. And she teased you alumnus yeah, with. Yeah, we better at TSU. Well, she, she don't know none of you niggas. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, 
That's my sister in law. That's why. Huh? Nah, I don't, nigga, you, you heard what yeah, I said. Yeah. Did she, she stay in the city? Ask she her. stayed, he had her own, own shit. Okay. <laughs> she stayed in the city? Yeah. She don't know no campus? Man, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, playing, I'm, just, I'm from Houston. I ain't got to know all that. See, you see where I went with? Nah, man. So when you got kicked out of uh, TSU, they let you get back in? Uh... I didn't open. <laughs> Shit, Shut why up, would you want to go back? That nigga started laughing. <laughs> Fuck you. That nigga got that one girl. That nigga laughed. He laughed. He laughed. He laughed at me and shit, and I came back. He was shit. Oh, shit. 2004, I came back to the school. Um, big shout out to Brian Dennis, college promoter. Uh, mm. Big shout out to Coca Brown. Uh, big shout out to uh, Benji Brown. Big shout out. Benji to, Brown, a comedian? Yeah. Oh, man. So, Coming back, uh, Lester Berry. Um, so uh, you like Marcus D. Wiley? He was at TSU. He was my professor. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was mine professor. too. That's the yeah. guy. That's yeah, the that's guy. guy. Marcus Wiley failed me my really? first time in my class in his class, and this is my pot. Because your ass was late. He don't no, like that late. No, shit. so I fuck late. Marcus D. Wiley owned the Candy Lady at forty eight twelve Alameda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Him and Keelan Farouk, mm-hmm. two of my... Shout out to Keelan and Exotic Pop. Mm-hmm. Exotic Pop now. Um, sh- shout out to the whole fam. They helped put on the Motel Live review. Shout out to... Shout out my dog, Keelan. Hey, shout out to... Da- you would, wait. I went no, to you, Welch you thinking him. of the other Keelan. You thinking another you Keelan. Thinking, he talking about older Keelan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's another, yeah. I thought you, you said Exotic Pop. It is Exotic Pop. Older Keelan is exotic pop. Wait, you talking about his son? No, you you're they're both Wait, named nigga, Keelan. How old are you? I'm 35. Yeah, nigga, you yeah, you definitely ain't go to school. Oh, you both it, okay, he's my me up. Cause the he's other Keelan is same my name. Yeah. And exotic same pop. And exotic pop. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 The, the the Farouk family, uh Mama Farouk, Daddy Farouk, His son play at TSU now. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. Okay. Um so Keelan and Marcus own the candy lady. They got it from Ali Sadiq when it was hyenas. Of Houston, mm-hmm. I was just starting out. It was right next door to the uh, Reggae Hut. Shout out to uh, Marcus Davis at the Breakfast Club, who also owns yep. the Breakfast Club. And that this is when Almeida and the whole idea that Almeida was gonna be a popping ass pace. They were saying this shit before Turkey Leg, before Fifty Fifteen, before mm-hmm. Faces, for any of the lounges, before any of that. That was it. Um, and so I got online for Kappa, and I didn't tell them niggas. So I'm running a club, working there, door, doing the host and shit. And I got online for cap. I didn't tell him. And so Marcus's class was at eight in the morning. I'm getting my ass beat. I'm not coming in there late, fucked up, not dressed. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna tell Mark. Mark didn't know. He was like, oh, so you just not gonna come to my class? The nigga failed me at midterms. Mm. And it was like, oh, so you ain't gonna come to class talking shit. And I'm like, if I tell him, he gonna tell somebody else. Straight up. I just took the fail. I was like, by the time I, the grades get put in, I'm gonna be offline anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair. That's a. That's so a fair. If you'd have told him the truth, he would have worked. No, no, no. He but you says can't. that you don't do. He but you can't tell, that. right? But but the reality was, <clears throat> I couldn't take the chance that yeah. he said that's something. That's I, I told out. somebody. Yeah, I already know. You, where you played yeah. Um University of Oklahoma, Zeta Zeta. Y'all got the uh, stomp down. That we do. do. Yeah. Shout out to y'all giving me some money. They did give me that to go out to the Oklahoma Mill of nowhere. I was actually there. You was there when I did it. What the fuck is that? He was down there knocking somebody down. <laughs> knocking them heels. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
Jones tonight. Wait, 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 wait. All, all us laughing and shit feels about who you was knocking that? <laughs> like, I know who that was in that hey, same rhythm, in that I same case. up there coming sooner than later. <laughs> no, shout out to the Sooners. But, <laughs> but, that's good. Nah. But, but people will be Phil interested in that. Go ahead, Phil. Drive. Phil what? No, I don't no, even no, know about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, What's how, our next stop? How you liking that Wolford? Wood, nah, wood first it's, reserve. It's a beautiful thing. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. This shit is good. Yeah, and I don't even <laughs> drink liquor straight like that. Yeah. Right. Shout out to the Woodford Reserve. Yeah, shout out holding to the good people holding us down. Great bottles. Yeah. Got a logo on there. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's going up. Okay, so Phil, are you driving this next topic? Or <laughs> no, no, no. Keep driving. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. keep that's driving. what I drive the boat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there's a a TikTok series that's out right now. Um, I think it dropped last week. Who the fuck did I marry? Who the fuck did I marry? And it takes 10 hours to watch this shit. It's crazy people watch the they whole thing. They watch the thing. whole thing. Okay. It, it got sent to us from multiple 42 people. 42 different parts. No, oh, 52. 50. 50. 52. I stopped at 42. It's like 50 plus. 52. Hold on. How long are the 10 segments? minutes. 10 minutes a piece. Wow. I stopped at 42, bro. I couldn't. I had I my life to give it. It, but the, the whole thing is your is, fault after a certain part. Like, that's what yeah. I want. I, I, no, are we allowed to say that? 15. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, we can say yeah. that. Hold these bitches accountable. Fuck them. Yeah. 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 part 17. That's God. 170 yeah. minutes. Bitch, because, you knew what the fuck was going on. Because yeah. Yeah. you ain't had nowhere to go. You ain't had nothing to do. You couldn't go nowhere. So Her you had grandmother to ride said out. that. Everyone to told her. I'm just saying, yeah. And God, Her mama told her yeah, that. Yeah, God gave her a sign. God ain't giving her that. He popped her tire. Nah, he popped the tire. He popped the tire on the way to the date and she still went to meet this man that should have been the sign right there I'm not no. supposed to be here shout I out thought, to the no. dick he hanging in that she lady because she's her tire yeah, yeah she she popped the tire on the way to the date and he came out but what I'm saying is that should have been her sign I don't need to be fucking man, with him it was so many other signs before that wait why was that the sign okay okay you going to your first date and you mm -hmm. blow a tire, that should let you know that person ain't for you. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, ain't no but way. Then, nah, because he came out. It depends. certain pussy you're going to get. Oh, he, that's, we men, though. That's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he came different. out and fixed the tire and paid for a new tire or some shit like that, right? I think so, but that don't matter. Listen, my wife watched. Like she watched she the watched entire, whole thing. She oh, watched the yeah. entire series, bro. Mm -hmm. Man, I got been, it's been teachers at my school been talking about coach. Did you watch? I'm not watching it all. That I can't shit. watch that. I got, we're not I watching got, the downfall of no yeah. black man on y'all's fucking TV. Go exactly. <laughs> but I got the synopsis. <laughs> I got the synopsis, got the synopsis too. Of yeah. Everything. Me too. That shit was on the Breakfast Club. They was talking about. It was. Damn. She bro. went from a hundred thousand followers to like two point one Ooh, on TikTok. That TikTok chick probably. Nice. Oh, it's crazy. And they bought her a trip to Paris. Oh, they did. Yes, because one of the stories was he um, <coughs> did a cash offer for a house seven hundred thousand. At the same time, he said that I'm gonna take you to Paris because that's your dream vacation. She started writing shit in what she wanted. She knew what the fuck she was doing. You think so? You think she that's fake? Writer. You think you think that was a uh, Hollywood? Think, I think. She knew the impact and the social weight and the social gravity of what her story was, which most people don't know the gravity of what their story is, the mm -hmm. value of what it is. We have a social currency that we have in the life experiences, and when we express that in social media, you already know that 30 to 40% of the people aren't going to know about that. And then you start banking on this 60% of these people that have some experience. Mm. And for everybody else who don't know, 
I'm a master to you at life. You got to come to me about some shit because I done dealt with some shit you ain't dealt with. And the other 60% might be our peers in social or immediate life experiences. Mm. Like that, at 42, I was like, bitch, you just stayed in this to ride it out. You had to. Had to. Mm. I mean, because it was no crazy. Like at some point, um, and the miscarriage so should have been a Ain't nobody had to ride it out with a bitch. You oh, knew of course. Was, Come on. Mm. So, yeah, the, sure. Some of us ride it out now with a motherfucker. You're like, no. <laughs> If I go around the room and be like, all right, nigga, are you ride it out? You like, it's gonna get better. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 nigga. Uh, we we on a journey. That, we on a journey. I'm on a journey. Yeah, we're gonna journey. tell your old lady, like, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm out. I am with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> your woman will watch every fucking episode. Oh, without question. And not say shit. Mm -hmm. But if in this last seven minutes, you not her knight in shining armor, nigga, fuck. <laughs> you don't hear about it at breakfast. You don't hear about it brushing your teeth. You about to death. get one of them niggas on the four horsemen to make you look like that. That's weird. Like, the poor horsemen. Poor, yeah, yeah. It's worth the reserve. No, no, no. She gonna say the four horsemen. It's like, like, you know, I ain't like, look here, I ain't Ric Flair. That nigga ain't Arn Anderson. That nigga definitely ain't D Malenko. He's home for the eye. No idea who D Malenko. He don't know no shit. What you talking about, nigga? Don't play oh, me. Yeah, yeah, don't don't play me. Do, no. I don't know the moves and shit, but I know the wrestlers. What you talking about? Why would I know the moves? What you talking about? The Texas Cloverleaf. Why would I know that? I don't know. Damn, I know my shit. He was married to a wrestler. So, you know what I'm saying? That nigga was wrestling at the house for his life. You know what I'm saying? He had to learn how to do that shit. At the crib. He come home late. She put that nigga in a submissive. Headlocks and shit at the crib. What y'all saying? Like, man, what y'all like in bed? What she put you in in the bed, man? What type of sex? No, do this. No, nigga. It's like, nigga, when you start, it's like life, nigga. When you start losing it, something you gotta go compensate that nigga came and hit me with a clothes the the, the wood that you have in your closet with a clothes hang on oh. she hit me with that motherfucker man god oh, damn god, that shit broke nigga I picked up a chair I said bitch <laughs> <laughs> one night I was losing so bad I was losing the fight so bad I took her purse and I unzipped it. I went outside the apartment and I kicked that motherfucker in there. I punted her purse. Yeah. She got mad. She couldn't believe that all her life was going up in the air like that. Holy shit. Car keys, mailbox lip, keys. Lip gloss. Lip gloss, eyelashes. <laughs> LAPD came. What's his problem? He kicked my purse. Fuck that. Take that nigga to jail. He's like, bam. Uh, he's perfectly within his rights to kick your purse. Uh, Did he and, kick you? Yeah. And then no. I, my lip was busted. She went to jail. Damn. Oh shit. Shout out to the niggas that seen the old lady go to jail. You like, look at that. Yeah. How I feel. Say something else, bitch. I'm I'm showing up the court. Bitch, say something else, oh. Bitch, I'm showing up. I'm a victim. I got the baby in my arm. Yeah. What are you talking about? Holy shit. Wait, bye bye to your mama. Mama going bye bye. What are you talking about? Man, look, bro. <laughs> man, y'all went viral with that whole situation, bro. Man, look. Well, you let it get out of hand, bitch, bro. That 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 wasn't. Hold you. on, this was she a real was still thing. in the garage. No, this is real. Oh, okay. Oh I got shit, you. I got you. I that, mean, missed that, that part. Thing, that went viral. No, no, no. Their, Their situation. Yeah. Really? I mean, well, see, see. <laughs> 
don't think they knew. Look, That's why I brought I, it up. Yeah, I ain't know. Okay, okay. Look at Phil. Look at Phil. Still do. What the nigga going on with this? Probably hit that's why he talk about Every the hell in the cell. Every time she leaves from seeing the kids in my house with me and my girl now, they, she going to field house. <laughs> <laughs> why you laughing so hard? Nah. You got done this whole time. I told him he laughed like he, the grandpa. Hey, baby, he the reason Bro. why the girls see their mama. This nigga right here. Girls can't see their mama feel over there. Like Poppy from Proud Family. Yeah, nigga. Bro. That nigga <laughs> been dropping nigga dick off in the Oh, my oh, God. Man. man, look. You know what I learned from, from all of that? Yeah. Nobody cares. Why do you say that? Nobody cares. Nope. People be fake caring on the oh, internet, bro. Show, bro. Nobody cares about what you experience as a black man in your existence. It's not your fault. It's your problem. It's for you to deal with and for you to maintain. Maintain the integrity and the balance of the sacredness of your life and lifestyle. Handle your business. Stand up. That's what stand on business means. Man, that maintaining your integrity. Because oh, uh, listen, bro, up. your integrity going to get challenged, my nigga. Straight up. Straight up. Mm -mm -mm. Your integrity going to get challenged, my nigga. Like, them niggas was trying to put me in witness protection behind the shit that she was doing with a nigga. I was ready to tell everything. Yeah. And they... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they was like, we can give you a new house. And we'll <laughs> <laughs> new name, nigga. The whole time the nigga was Vince McMahon. <laughs> bro. Hey, look, bro. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, look. <laughs> I was sitting there, and uh, you know what, what I realized was, bro, like, you know, some people are going to see your falls and your flaws. They may not bring them to you and present them to you, but it's on you to handle that. Yeah. Bro, do you understand how hard it was to try and bounce back when publicly you have humiliated yourself, mm. you've fallen, you failed on the highest level. I didn't fail at just a nigga that was pressurized, washing concrete. I failed as an entertainer. I failed as an actor. I failed as a comedian. I failed as a father. I failed simply as a husband mm. Mm -hmm. in maintaining what the value, but you know what? So, nobody cares. My girl with me today, not because of money, not because of dick, not because of fame, not because of none of that shit. She with me because I know she fuck with me and my failures. And I still fail. Mm -hmm. Even when times I'm like, and I'm sure she like, damn nigga, I thought you would have been past that already. But... We are very much at the mercy of the people who love us and accept us the most in unconditional love. I know she unconditionally, without a doubt, loved me, not because of nothing else. That I can hang my hat on. That I can say, you know what? I can learn to grow. I can expect to be not the victim, but a person who needs to understand somebody trying to grow past some shit. Mm. No doubt. It's hard because in conventional spaces, you're going to get told from men who are husbands and men who are head of household and men who are in these positions what you should expect and anticipate from your woman. But you're not going to get told from a, a person genuinely to say, hey, listen, what if I told you your wife is going to let you down way more than you ever expected? Is she still your wife? 
if y'all's wife started making life-changing mistakes, is she still your wife? Most dudes, after the third time I say that, be like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Because we want people to accept us at our lowest, and we don't want to accept, what if the cars don't roll that way? My mama didn't raise me. My mama left when I was nine years old. My dad raised me and my sisters. My daddy died six years ago, and six years ago, my mama checked back in full time as my provider, my 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 mental counselor, my therapist, my my support system. I could have never imagined that. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you, before you get up out of here, the world is gonna flip on itself, then flip on itself, then flip on itself, and be something you didn't expect it to be. Because the world don't owe you to be consistent. Your consistency is for your own personal growth and development, not for what the world needs. The world don't got to be the same to you today as it was yesterday. It can flip at any moment. That's why you see shit like these stories that we talk about, Tyler Perry's movie being trash. For us, the movie trash, because we got a, a level of consistency in it. But for people who watching this shit, the shit was great. Yeah. Shit, we like Tubi. Tubi's a great... What's wrong with Tubi? Yeah, we had Tubi to, is simply is a, a distri- distribution point sure. for people who have ideas and art that they want to get out. We had actors and... That's the best the whole... explanation of Tubi that I've ever yeah. heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, and yeah. we had Tubi directors here. Yeah, we had actors, the directors, best all explanation of, of Tubi. Tubi is a platform. Tubi doesn't define the content that we absorb. Tubi is a platform for us to reach and get the content. YouTube ain't a platform for us to define... YouTube is a place for us to reach and get the content. The content that we absorb and we 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 connect with is the content that appeals to us the most. So if something appeals to you that you don't like, well, then why you like that type of shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's personal. That ain't got shit to do with you. I don't know none of y'all niggas. Your personal porn browsing history, your browsing history, all that shit crazy. is is crazily different. <laughs> mm-hmm. That shit connect with you in a way. It's something you like about that. And the algorithm feeds you what you fuck you like. Hey, man, you should see our Instagram algorithm. <laughs> Bruh, have you ever been on, on the gram <laughs> and you go on your explore page and you like, this bitch look just no, like the bitch look. I was just fucking with. No, our shit is the poor horseman shit. So my shit is like completely different. It was a, it was a month where I didn't even log into the poor horseman uh, Instagram. I get back on, and it's nothing but titties. It's nothing. <laughs> Who had access to it? Listen, I, it's four of us. Who, who, Mind you, I ain't been on that bitch for a month. And that's the titty month. man right now. <laughs> yeah. I like all. I like all women. Listen, yeah, like, yeah, listen, yeah, listen it, it, it don't matter what they got. That's yeah. the titty it's man right titties, there. I like Being everything. Titty man. It's titties. It's titties. I like what women like. Ain't no titty man. It's titties. Billy, it's, I like what you like. It's, Billy. it's muscular, <laughs> muscular women. Hey, stop. Nah, I ain't seen that shit. She ain't lady alone. She ain't nothing to do with this war. You want to do bloodshed? It's civil war in here. This nigga that started on my new hell. Right. So look, look, we got to man both of y'all. America. Yeah. Yeah. Take the suit off. Let's see what you got. Tyler Perry movie. You talked about it just a second. Did anybody watch it though? I did watch. I did. I didn't watch it yet. Didn't watch it. I thought it was cool. Other than the storyline was. Kind of out of whack. He spoke a consistency. What didn't though. you? What didn't you expect? It was Tyler Perry. I know, but I thought a, consistency. I like, but I thought because, because even he got on that the movie, Netflix money, even on that movie, oh, it's so fucked up as white weed. folks, but the honkies changed. Yo, it's I did. the money. No, I thought that Tyler the money Perry was, gonna be the same same way he was 
with no funding from Netflix as he is with funding because from Netflix. I, th- I thought it was no, an erotic it's some thriller. Tyler Perry movies that's crafted. Great. This is not. This is. It was an erotic thriller. Thriller that erotic. turned into <laughs> yes, because they it's had the Kelly sex. Rowland. Now nah, they had the sex club in the bottom of that basement. For real? Yes, they had Kelly Rowland. No, get, I ain't seen. What? No, go ahead, because oh, I don't care. I don't want to ruin it. But no, no, no. Go ahead. It's go ahead. ahead. It's ruined. It's, it's ruined. Yeah, it's ruined. It's been. Out. It's ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go it's ahead. It's an go erotic ahead. thriller that turns into a murder mystery. That's what, you, what okay. the hell is Kaylee Rowland doing there? Getting she's murdered. like the lawyer, right? She's a getting lawyer. Murdered. <laughs> she a what? She a lawyer, but right? she's gonna get murdered. What about Kelly Rowland says lawyer in any part of life? She never got in the courtroom in this movie at all. She they never had. They the never went in the courtroom. <laughs> not, not one time. She never been in the courtroom. It's not, Kelly Rowland. Bro, not what the whole movie. She was supposed to be getting a nigga off from um, murder. <laughs> you believe that? No, because she didn't go in the courtroom. She Kelly Rowland. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Did she have a love interest? She got knocked down. She got knocked down. You know what I'm saying? had a nude scene. Damn. Nah, for real? Yes. Yeah. Of course she I did. I saw the new scene. Yeah, I didn't even see the movie. She had a new scene. The new scene was nigga from Twitter. TSU laughing at y'all. You got, you got a timestamp on that? Because that's all I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, she had a new scene with paint. Yeah, they oh, did a sip nah, and paint. paint was paint. on the titties. Um, she and I believe some, it was like fuchsia. You see some titty, some titty meat. You saw some. <laughs> I told you about this shit. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> but at the end, the end of the movie, the last twenty minutes, mm-hmm. it's not the same movie as the first hundred and eighty or whatever. How long the movie is? It's like oh, two it's, it's flip on you. I don't know what the fuck was happening the last twenty minutes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was happening. This my, this Bro, my, Tyler, per, this my personal consultant. Tyler right Perry pulled out some bullshit. This was bullshit. That was the bullshit last twenty minutes. That was Tubi, but for Netflix. Yes. Nah, that other nah, one. Nah, that nah, other this one, is too for Netflix. What's the other one with my man from uh, Glory Road? The, 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 and he was uh, taking. Nah, oh, he was taking no, the, I... the woman money and shit, and her yeah. hair was all fucked but up. But he had another fucked up wig. Yeah, he that's did. what I'm saying. That's yeah. the consistency. Because yeah. even on the video that I saw, his wig, it was like, why he got this wig on? <laughs> like, what the hell is Tyler Perry nah, with wigs? Tyler, Tyler Perry might need to be comedy, though. Because that movie, when that, that, that young kid. Was uh, seducing that old lady. Yeah, y'all know. That's the one he talking about. Oh, that's what you talking about. about. What's it called? I don't know, but it was actually kind of. What's it called? Fall from, from Grace, yeah. bro. That's okay. comedy, bro. He just yeah, pointed at no, him. This nigga fired. Stats and information. <laughs> this is last day, bro. Stats and information. My nigga not even looking at him. He looking at him. I heard NBA basketball going on back there. I'm gonna say this. So, fuck it. I ain't said this nowhere else. I've talked about that in the house. A girl might know about it. She know about it because she never talk about it. <laughs> she don't say, ooh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, are we going to go here? Mr. Perry, I started mentioning this before we went to break in the first 20 minutes of this episode. If people go back and go, yeah, he was talking about something. He just strayed away from it. So I did a show on Comedy Central. Com- it was a cartoon called Legends of Chamberlain Heights. I impersonated Tyler Perry, Michael Jai White, uh, and a slew of other people. You impersonated Black Dynamite? So. In Hollywood? He didn't find you? No. So, shout out Michael Jai White. Nah, he got a nice sense of humor. Shout out Michael Jai White, Tank. Uh, we worked on the show, uh, BT's uh, Man Cave. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, uh, me, Cosign, uh, uh, Just Jeff. Um, in a space, uh, Slink Johnson. Uh, uh, that nigga's funny. That nigga is funny too. Slink is a very funny. And shout out to niggas know your mama. Hashtag straight up. Yeah. Niggas do know your mama. Um, <laughs> they do. I'm 43. Niggas know they people's mama. Niggas know your mama. No, my mama. <laughs> old. 
Don't don't play with mama. <laughs> yeah, we so, ain't so, wait, so niggas don't know your mama. Niggas do not know my mama and we can box. I'm just fucking <laughs> I mean, I got to be the journalist to go deeper and like, where, hashtag. Man, my mama is old as hell. How, where your mom went to high school at? Dude, nigga, I don't even know that. <laughs> my mom about to be 80. What you talking about? So she ain't go to high school? She probably did. You know, so That's niggas deep. knew her. Do you, know, do you hear it? Do you, do you, like, like, so your mama didn't go to high school? She, she probably did. Who I your mom went to prom with? <laughs> nigga, I don't know. My dad. Nigga, that's Let's what I'm saying. Let's bring yeah, it back. Let's bring it back. That's what I'm saying. Hulk up. Ain't nobody gonna hold him back. Fuck it. This is something to fight for, nigga. You don't know. That's your mama. You don't know who she went to prom with. You mad at me? That's my fault, nigga. I ain't the person did it. I wasn't there. You wasn't either, nigga. She wasn't thinking about you at prom. Hell no. Uh, back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> she was ready to knock Marty down. Marty Mama, hey, yeah, look, she was ready. Marty was ready. Mama was on go. I didn't nah, knock Marty she, Mama. Yeah, no, nah, nah. on go. On go. Marty was about Marty? to knock down Marty's but Mama. He didn't know that was his Mama. <laughs> Wait, what? He did know, I think. Huh? He did know. He did know. He knew That's he why he knew it. Yeah, he still yeah, was about, he, thought, he was like, uh. His mama was all right. Mama, and then that picture. Mar uh, that damn song, whatever came on. Man, Marty was wilding. Back to Tyler. White yeah, people. Please. Uh, so, shit. <laughs> this is why I, this, see, see, look how the glue, this gold right here. All right, so, we shooting, we shooting Wildin' Out, season 16. Um, shout out Tyler Perry. No, he took over a whole Confederate base mm. camp and turned it into a film studio. He had three lots. He built them adjacent to how the, the specs were for CBS's lot up on Fairfax in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But he put this in fucking... Atlanta. 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 So we there. We shooting season 16 a while now. We're in Studio 2. Studio 1 has P-Valley in it. Mm. Shout out my homegirl, Brandy Evans. Um, Brandy. Which, which one is that? P-Valley. Mercedes. Mercedes. Ooh. I'm going to talk to you after. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> You gotta long gunman. <laughs> Shout out Brandy Evans. Um, Brandy know me. And Phil, obviously, now. This nigga been in my goddamn closet in LA. I can't, there's nothing safe with this nigga. This nigga's a long business sniper. Yeah. If he got a story about fucking Brandy Evans and I got one in it, then, then goddamn it, Bro. we gotta face it right oh now. Oh my God. That's, that's beautiful. That's called TSU. This nigga don't even know what episode we are. <laughs> You from the new TS, you don't know shit. This nigga ain't this nigga not only know what bitch I was fucking with in LA years ago, he done fucked this bitch and you over here don't even know what episode we on. So thanks for you. <laughs> TSU Tiger. <laughs> so Oh my God, bro. So we shooting wildin' out. They also shooting the oval at the same time. Um as as that. So there's Studio One. Is P Valley Studio Two Wildin' Out? Studio Three is the Oval. Oh, Studio Three got a whole White House office, yeah. everything in there. Um, I'm coming in to sit talking shit every day. Uh, me, Marcus Pope. Um, shout out my boy Bobby. You might have seen him in Anger Management. Uh, he was in the movie Anger Management. He was a little black dude that was like, ah, you niggas trying to fuck. That shout yeah. out my nigga Bobby. So little Bobby, little yeah, the one on Wildin' Out. He ain't little no more. He he an adult. He just no. I'm saying. His... I'm saying like he was always little Bobby on yeah. everything he was on. Right. Okay. But he. But now he, he's a right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He still be on there putting comedic gold out. Comedic gold, great. Comedic gold, great. So we got three tents outside 
of the fucking uh, studio. One for smokers, one for niggas, and well, people that do hard drugs. That's a tent that I be in. <laughs> Justin Bieber tent. God damn. I mean, you can say that. And uh, hey, listen, bro, if you still smoking and you've been smoking since you're 18, grow up, nigga. It's other drugs out here. <laughs> Y'all niggas talking about we're going to roll the blunt up since ninth grade. You think bitches want to keep doing that? They ain't trying I mean, to have a lot of mushrooms, my nigga. I mean, that's cool. That's that's experimental. But I'm talking about these bitches trying to do this on a repetitive basis. <laughs> These bitches ain't doing no mushrooms. They snorting powder and they having a good time. Like mm-hmm. y'all gotta accept that. Y'all. So where do you graduate from that? You got you should graduate when like you're in the 13th grade. I don't know. Like you shouldn't be like nigga <laughs> graduation is ascension, nigga. <laughs> like, but but for what you know, ask these badass bitches. It ain't no bitches that you want to fuck that ain't doing powder right now. Yeah, because mm. they don't want to smell like weed. They nah, they don't want to smell yeah. like that. They've been doing smelling like weed since eighth grade. Yeah. So I ain't gonna lie, in in Oklahoma, I did oh, that's deep. I did uh, uh, a like young lady. No, hell no, I ain't. <laughs> oh, this nigga went no, no. Leo. No, 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 no. He was by us. No, I did a young lady that was on one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. She was I on pills of powder. Cocaine in a booty hole or some shit. Oh, of course you did. Yeah, she no, on powder. She was on wine, but that ain't that ain't yeah. drugs. That's t- that's Tuesday. Yeah, that, oh. I was like, oh shit. That hell went crazy. <gasps> y'all know you, you remember all the, uh, one of them goddamn <laughs> mystery movies, whatever, when they be like fucking, they be just rubbing themselves like yeah. ferociously and shit. Yeah. I mean, that's ferociously. Like, that's like, that was just, like, nah, she yeah. was on X or something. Nah, bro, X. she snorted. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, you want, I was like, no. Nah. She probably snorted an X pill. That was a that was no. probably, I'm thank you, Phil. You, uh, she uh, snorted a line. The condo is here. We we was determined that was said, do I want a bump? I said, no, I'm Fine. That, yeah, and, and how many you. times you fucked her after that? <laughs> Did it twice. Yeah, brother. I, listen, that, that shit was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you was on one. Your you brother. Was on one. Was, listen, look, look. I'm looking at you. I'm like, not. Your brother was in the house. He don't even know it. It was crazy. I was like, man, what the hell is going on? Man, we was in that fucking my chemical romance. What the hell is that? Hold on. Big claps to that. Big claps to that. Like I want y'all to white. know today, as is the guest host of the Four Horsemen. Uh, uh, Four Horsemen, nigga. What was I'm drinking? I did I, what did I say? Woodfoot Reserve. <laughs> Four Horsemen. I, I can't even speak today. Four. Hey. Four Horsemen. Four. That's Please finish Tyler, Perry. Tyler Perry These niggas is mad at Tyler you Finish Perry. the story It's not my fault Yo, yo I, I brother know, nigga I know man God You wanna tell him About fucking a bitch on powder yeah. You ain't fucking nobody on powder Cause we was talking about Maybe. powder Maybe yeah. he, he ain't got no bitches <laughs> I mean Yeah nah he know, No more a, Yeah we, he, he, he definitely had to clear that up he, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a man Hey man I've been in Houston All my life Speaking of Tyler Perry Remember Tyler Perry On that movie That you like anymore. Oh you see this shit? This is the this episode went off the rails. It's not my fault. It is not. I dropped drugs on set. I did. I picked them up, and we did not go from there. So Tyler Perry. So we we um we go out the exit door. There's an exit door because in between the show is running around. First of all, every episode out of Wildin' Out is live in front of a live audience of about 400 people for two hours. Wow. They cut it to 22 minutes. Some of the best parts, they might get some of the best parts they might keep. We going out the door. There's two tents. The first tent is smoke tent. Second tent is tent I be in. So I walk out. We outside. Me, DCM Fly, Carlos Miller. We smoking in the doorway. The door is open. Bobby's inside his tent. Bobby's world, Billy's world. So I'm sitting here smoking. 
out of nowhere, Tyler Perry pops up. Tyler Perry walks out. Hey, y'all close the goddamn door. Y'all niggas don't smoke in my goddamn building. So we like, sorry, Mr. Perry. It's all that. Now listen, Tyler Perry look way bigger than what you seen him, man. You think he about Medea? Nah, nigga, this nigga is like 6'5", yeah. which in real life it translates. This nigga's a giant yeah. in real life. Mm-hmm. He look way more cut and yeah. in shape. Y'all want that smoke with TP. Close the motherfucking door, nigga. Let you niggas get on the motherfucking show. You niggas out here smoking, Man, blowing smoke all in my yeah. shit. These motherfucking white folks want to shut me down because I'm on a Confederate mind. I mean, we just, we just standing there. We ain't saying shit. We like, my bad, Miss Perry. Nigga. So he closed the door, leave. Next day, I come to the set. When you come to set, you got to go through security gate, security box. Mm-hmm. I got my little scan, swipe badge. I swipe my badge. They like, boop. Now nah, you got to go, you got to go to security. They, they won't let you in. You got to go inside, mm-hmm. talk to them. I go looking for them. They say, go to lot three. Lot three is set up like the White House. I go to lot three. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. It's like, hey, who are they got to talk to? Uh, boop, you got to go talk to them in administration. Administration want to talk to you. I go up there in lot three mm-hmm. in the Oval Office mock building. Mr. Perry is in there. That nigga sitting at the Oval Desk. That nigga behind the desk. It's a resolute desk on your ass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm seeing presidents and I see Medea, I see all type of shit. And then I go and I knock on the door and say, "Hey, uh, excuse me, man, they, uh, they won't let me in with my badge. Come on in." I said, "What's what's going on?" And he turned around behind this, Mr. Perry. Oh, what's up, Mr. Perry? Man, my, my badge not working. Ah, I, I ain't talked to you for a minute. So you can get in front of white folks and clown in front of a nigga. I said, "What? You get in front of white folks and you want to clown a nigga?" I freeze up. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, what you talking about? This nigga pulls up the cartoon where I'm making fun of this. Damn. Damn. I'm like, Mr. Perry, do the voice. I said, what? He said, do the voice. You said I want to see a nigga with baby oil on their chest. Do the voice. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do the voice. Nigga, you standing there. I'm standing there scared. I'm like, I'm, hello, nigga baby. <laughs> You got baby oil on your chest, Michael Jai White. I want to rub baby oil on your chest. Oh, that's what you like the white folks to do, laugh at a nigga when a nigga out here trying to do shit for you. So I'm like, Mr. Perry, man, I'm just just doing a job as a cartoon artist, man. It ain't personal, man. No, no, no. You say the nigga baby shit again. And I was like, nigga baby. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to say it till you get tired so of it. So he had me say this shit like three weird ass times. And I'm just like, and then there's some niggas that's standing behind me. Oh, look at the nigga behind me. I'm like, Mr. Perry, man, what's... Mr. Perry, man, like, you know, he's like, oh, you want to laugh at the white, laugh in front of me and laugh at me in front of the white folks. Tell me what, tell me what it mean. I was like, Mr. Perry, man, I'm just a young comedian. All right, I'll get the badge. Give him a badge. They gave me a little pass to slap my shit on there. I went to go record my show. Mm-hmm. The next day, my homegirl, Brandy Evans. Now, when Brandy first moved to L.A., she was homeless, like straight up, left Memphis. Her husband, she was married to, lied to her and told her that he was a part of the Secret Service with the FBI and the Navy SEALs. No, nigga. This nigga told her that he was working on a secret mission to kill Saddam Hussein. Come to find out, this nigga was in Atlanta with a whole nother bitch. (laughs) And had a baby. So she seen the shit on Facebook. She heartbroken. I said, what he told you he was a part of for two years? Secret Service? She was hurt. Mm -hmm. We talked. We dated a little bit when we was in L.A., she was like, you know, I'm just trying to find somebody down. Like, bitch, I can't take care of you. It's not going to happen. Um, but she was supremely successful in the shit that she did. Obviously. So 
I'm doing wild now. And I posted shit on my story. She was like, nigga, I'm out here in Atlanta right now. Pull up on set. I said, where is it? She's like, I'm at TP Studios. I was like, what light you on? I'm on two. She's like, I'm on one. I got a new show. I don't know shit about P-Valley. I go over there, nigga, and it's a whole nother world. Yeah. It's strippers everywhere. They got bitches from Magic City. Mm. They got bitches from Blue Flame. Mm. She in there got a whole little stripper outfit on. She was like, come to my trailer. Let's talk. I'm in there getting out, talking shit. And she's like, yeah, I'm about to be the star of this show. My character is this, blah, 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 blah. We go inside. Who I see in there with all the bitches? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Yeah. yeah. And so, nigga, I'm freaking out. I'm like, nigga, this is Mr. Perry. What do you know? <laughs> so I'm high. I'm a little drunk. I'm like, hey, Mr. Perry. Well, you got him with you tonight, but He's like, hey, nigga, don't do that shit. Nigga, <laughs> 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 really? So, I'm like, what's up, Mr. Perry? What's up, man? Break you know, bread. So then he's like, hey, man. So then he pulled me to the side. I'll come over to talk to him. Say, Mr. Perry, what's up, man? He grabbed me by my shirt. He's like, hey, man, don't be doing this in front of these people about me with these women, man. I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing. These motherfuckers try to shut me down over this shit you talking about. I was like, man, my bad. I ain't, you know. Man, this show is immensely successful. I don't hear shit else from Mr. Perry. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I realized Mr. Perry ain't nothing to play with. Yeah. Season 17, I come back to the goddamn studio. I'm in there two days. I got three days total to shoot. Day two, who in my dress room? Mr. Perry. I come in the dressing room. I said, what's up, Mr. Perry? Yeah, nigga. You out here talking shit about me with these hoes and shit, nigga. You think it's a motherfucking game? I said, nah, bro. I ain't eating shit like that. I don't know how the nigga grew at 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but the nigga is now like 6'9". <laughs> 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 That's when he did that action movie. Yeah, what was yeah, that action I don't movie? Know what the fuck it was? <laughs> Bro, cut up and shit. I was like, because in my head, I'm thinking, I could whoop this nigga, but I'm like, oh, dude, I got him today. I got nothing for Tyler Perry. Hey, Mr. Perry. Was, was in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Baxter. He was big. He was Baxter. Bro, the nigga was yoked up, cut up and shit. And he was like, nigga, I got baby mama. You the only nigga out here dealing with shit. I was like, man, Mr. Perry, I was just. I was just bullshit. <laughs> what if I was bullshit? You nigga wouldn't have nothing out here. I was like, man, this nigga tripping. He pointed at me. When a nigga pointed at you, yeah, you your face. He's like, nigga, you on niggas ain't got shit because I me, mean, y'all niggas broke as fuck, broke ass comedy niggas. And he been waiting to do that yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 Hey, Phil, fuck them, Phil. Phil, hey, 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 that's been an episode of the Poor Horseman. Give us your handles and stuff again, Billy. Let them know where to find you. Let them know where to find you. You broke my nigga's mic now. Let them know where to find you. Hey, man, look. Um, one thing I can say is big shout out to the poor horseman, man. Thank you guys for giving me an opportunity to come here today. Uh, I knew I was going to have fun, but I didn't know it was going to be this dope. Um, check me out. Um, I'm on IMDb. Shop movies on Tubi. Uh, YouTube. I got a new comedy special coming out with Comedy Dynamics that we produced last year, man. Uh, at B-I-L-L-Y-S-O-R-R-E-L-L-S, Billy Sorrells. 
thank y'all, man, for this nah, opportunity. Thank you, and if you want to check out any of my old podcasts that I had, I'm trying to resurrect it. Did You Miss Me podcast. Mm. If you know the number, call the number 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you, man. Thank you guys for giving me this opportunity today. Yeah, nah, this is yeah, I had a I, nah, This uh, is great, bro. Man, Again, was, like I say, I don't like having guests. So even when he said... You was coming on. I feel like you're gonna talk shit about me when I'm <laughs> No, <laughs> it, I, I didn't say nothing. I feel like when I leave, it's not nah, negative. No. And ain't I don't know what time here. No, 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 negative. Like I didn't say nothing because it was just like, I don't like guests. I'm always the anti guest. But like like you said, whenever I feel them out, like, you know, when we come on, if we if we just start meshing, it just goes. And then that's how it, it always it, it pans out. I needed this today, bro. I can't tell you. Y'all don't don't get it, man. I needed this. No, that's what's up. I needed this space. I needed a place. I needed a reason. Mm. I needed a a a environment that allowed me to be authentically myself. And I'm thankful for every interaction. Um Bro, thank you for nah, allowing me to come you know, on. Right. Yeah. He, he's reached the olive branch out for a while now, man. And 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 I'm I hate that my tardiness and and not being so on par, man. But like this was a dope experience. And we about to have um rock hard dicks too soon. So uh, we got our packages in the mail. <laughs> that nigga said so well, we, we about to have Shout out Blue Chew. The party's going about to have fire. When that ad money come in, they don't give a fuck what's going on. They don't. Do you see what I'm saying? We about to have rock hard dicks soon. When Blue Chew was fucking with me, they had none of that. We just had the gum. We ain't have none of that shit. Now we got packaging. Yeah, um, it's on nice the way, package. y'all. So we uh, we show the package one more time. We, we, it, we finally got it. We we still in the um we fi finalizing details, but don't worry, fellas, we got y'all. So um, it's coming soon. That's episode twenty six. <laughs> <laughs>